If you're tired of waiting in line to the coffee shop for fancy coffee, then you need to check out Coffee Toppers Cold Foam, your shortcut to barista-quality beverages at home. No mess, no hassle. Just skip that line and flex your at-home barista skills. Whether you like a little foam or a lot, enhance your coffee or maybe it's tea or soda. So many drink options. They taste amazing with Coffee Toppers Cold Foam. Go to coffeetoppersfoam.com or find it at your closest retail location or have it delivered from Amazon straight to your house. That's Coffee Toppers we love a little bit of drama around here. Secrets, affairs, backstabbing, betrayal. Prime Video has it all included. Like the new history-bending love story, My Lady Jane, and the sexy romantic new movie, The Idea of You, starring Anne Hathaway. Or add-on channels like Max for drama-filled favorites like HBO original, The White Lotus. Find your happy place. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Our next guest is the host of the nationally syndicated Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. My list of phases. Okay, gay. Oh. <laughs> Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. Every morning I listen to you and, and Gandhi and Danielle. Whoa, hello, lady. Don't worry, you're not going to feel anything. It's fine. I don't know if I would listen to that show. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. Our own Ali Gold. We love our Ali. Ali. Uh, she's in charge of all things social on our show, which is just a huge part of our show. So, Ali. We always love listening uh, to your stories of uh, your, your love life because you have many, <laughs> and I, I don't know. I, it, it's always interesting to to hear your stories because it's rough out there in the the dating world, right? Oh, it is rough, Elvis. <laughs> so you you went on vacation with someone. I went on vacation with the guy that I was calling my boyfriend. And I went on vacation with him and his family, and he decided to break up with me three days into the trip. Oh, wow! So I am this, outraged. Uh, yeah, let's get some background here. How long had you had you been dating him? Uh, we had been officially dating for six months. Right. Okay. There was no "I love yous," and he basically told me he couldn't love me. <laughs> wow! Wow! Oh my God! And then what did you do for the rest of the trip? Well, I had to find my way two hours to the next public transportation site. <laughs> What? Oh my God, I hate him so much. Oh wow, wow. Wait, that was your choice or his choice? Uh, like, well, we were talking and he was like, maybe we can take a break. And I was like, I don't know if I can stay here with someone who doesn't know if he wants to be with me. Like, that's not fair well, so, to me. No. So he basically kicked you out. He basically kicked me out, yeah. <gasps> I will wow. find him. What a jackass. He couldn't wait till you got back? Seriously. He couldn't do it before I took a week of vacation to spend with him. That was my first question. I said, did you get your vacation days back? <laughs> God. Oh. Gandhi. Well, okay. Um, I, okay, let me, just for the sake of conversation. And you know we love you. We're always Team Alley, right? You mm -hmm. know that. If there was another side of the story, what would it be? I think, like, from his perspective, I think 
he literally said, everything feels perfect. It just feels like something's missing. I think he just didn't feel the way I felt towards him. I okay. think he didn't think we were a match. Okay, well, that do you find, as, as awful as that sounds, and the timing of telling you this was off, way off, do you, um, you see that that could be possible from his point of view? Yeah, I think there's a lot of things that made us different, but I... What, I pushed them aside because I, I really did care about him. I found companionship in him. And I really, honestly, loved hanging out with him. I loved being with him. Right. There was not really any problems. Um, and then, but there were things I definitely overlooked because I cared about him. And I think there were things about me that he couldn't overlook that he decided was he couldn't be with me because. Well, I know, but th- these things can be talked about in a conversation, first of all. Secondly, to uh, to have this conversation with our little sister, Allie, while you're on vacation with her, and it takes her, you know, how uncomfortable for you. Seriously, with That's his just, family. I know, but you know what? I'm just going to say, someone who does that, you don't want to be with him. I mean, Really. I yeah, mean, agreed. I mean, uh, agreed. Yeah. It, it, even as much as it hurts the way it happens, it's like, okay, well, it happened. Rip the band aid off. Let's move on. And I know it's not that easy. And, and who am I to say that's easy? It's right, not. It's not. So, uh, what about dating apps? Are you going to go back on and are you going to get back, back on, on that horse I'm and already, ride, ride, ride? I'm already back on two. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> I wanted to, like, I felt very defeated last week. I felt like I'm getting older, like all the good ones are taken kind of mentality. And so I just wanted to put myself on there just to, like, make sure I knew that there were still guys out there. Like, there's still people like me that just got hurt later and, like, also want to settle down. There absolutely are. It's so hard to feel like that. I know. Oh, I, know. I know. I know. Look, you know, we all, we all understand how relationships are. You know, it's 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 two people in two lanes or that have to merge into one lane, and it's, sometimes it just doesn't work. One doesn't want to merge with the other. It's 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 not right. Whatever. Okay, I get that. But to take someone on vacation with your family, yeah, so dude. All, you all you kind of automatically assume that he's told the family what's going on too, and then you're like, uh. This is creepy and uncomfortable. Right. I got to get out of here. And then, I, I don't know. And now he, she's never going to take away. another vacation with another boyfriend oh, and his family. She, yeah, she will. <laughs> of course, you, won't you, Ellie? I mean, <laughs> Maybe. won't you? Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, you will. Look, you don't have to think about that now. You don't have to go on a vacation with someone right now to prove you can. But, yeah. No, I, I want to go on a vacation with you, Elvis. Your vacations <laughs> look fun, right? <laughs> they he won't send you home in the middle. No, I no, think that your place of employment, if you have like a sucky vacation, should give you your vacation days back. Totally. Like, you should get it back. It's like, if, whatever the reason that the vacation sucked, they go, you know what? We're not going to take that away from you. Right. You get In all fairness, back. Danielle, everybody would come home and go, my vacation was just the worst. Okay, yeah. another fine, try. fine. Danielle, <laughs> Danielle, once again, coming up with great ideas. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Well, of course you should. Look, if you're grieving the loss of a family member or a pet, they should give you a time, some time off. But I, break the breaking up thing, we're not there quite yet. Yeah, what, Nate? What? Okay, so Allie did something really smart, which I you was going to suggest, but she already did it. The last time I got broken up with, I, I always thought about the great things in the relationship. Like, oh my God, we used to go to movies together. <laughs> and then my friend goes, hey, 
There was some crappy stuff that you went through, too. Focus on that. Yeah, talk about it. So yeah. Alan did a great thing. She wrote down all the negative stuff about the relationship, and she's focusing on that. I yeah. think that's great. Good for yeah. you. Let's Do make that. a list. Number one, <laughs> yeah. his, his crotch had a musky odor. Number one. <laughs> make sure you tell everyone that. He needs to clean better. <laughs> you know, oh, my I, God. <laughs> it's number one. I don't know. We love you, Alan. Hey, Ali, I mean, are you, did you hear us talking earlier about how two-thirds of couples were friends for at least a year before they became couples? Yes, I, I walked into the studio when you guys were talking about that. Okay. All right. Have you seen this TikTok video that will make everyone fall in love with you? Let's try it, shall we? Can I, have some, I need some love music, Scary. Hold on, let's get that. <laughs> let's see what dumb song he finds. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what's um, Scary's love song? No, oh, no, yeah. TikTok <laughs> user shares a psychology love eye trick. Allie, she says it has the magic to draw in the object of your affection, and it really should only work with uh, people you already know, not people you just meet in a bar and try to do this. Okay. All right? <laughs> here we go. Do you have music here? And, uh, oh. All right. So once you're in a one-on-one -on -one with your romantic target, wait until they're speaking to you and try these simple steps. So, so yeah. producer Sam is sitting next to Allie Gold. All right, here's what you do. Now, Allie, look Sam in the eyes. You're good friends, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay, here's okay, three simple steps. Number one, look at their left eye for one second. Then look at their mouth for one to two seconds. And finish it off by looking at their right eye. Oh. So you do the... There's some steam there. Right? <laughs> So it's it's look at their left eye or one eye for about a second, then look at their mouth for a couple of seconds, then look at the other eye. That's a V. <laughs> Damn. Scary. Okay. Did you feel some kind of spark, some connection in doing that? That was sexual. Yeah, yeah. My nipples are hard. There we go. Right. <laughs> love they, that means love. They call it a love triangle because then you you repeat. You go back from one eye to the other, then down to the mouth and up to the eye, and you do the triangle when you're speaking with them. And you need to be close enough for the you know you to see the eyes moving. You know, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna try this with myself in the mirror later. Right. <laughs> <Wish me luck. laughs> so did you guys get it? Okay, who else wants to try it? Nate, yeah. you and Scary. No. No. Yes. Scary. Come over Come here, on. Nate. Nate, get in it. Let's see. Yeah. Oh, you know Nate wants to try it with you. Now, who wants to do it? Does Nate, Nate want to uh, target scary or scary target Nate? You tell me. Nate, I'll target you. How about that? All right. <laughs> scary. Right target. All right, scary. Okay. Scary get never has trouble being the creeper. No. Okay, I'm no. close enough. Okay, you need... No, no, you're not close enough. You need to be like several feet away from each other, okay? Okay, I'm close. I'm fine. I don't need to get any closer. Stop right. being a prude. Okay. <laughs> All right. Ah, I'm already getting creeped out. I didn't even look at you yet. His microphone is coming in hot. Coming in hot with him. Scary. Scary. If you, could, if you could make love to the board with your eyes, maybe it would work better. All right. Now, I want you to look at Nate's left. You have to have a conversation. No, this is really uncomfortable. Look at, look at his left eye for about a second, then look down to the mouth, and then look at the right eye, and then triangle around. But you have to stop at each one for a, a little pregnant pause. Ah, it's so creepy. I'm doing it. I know. But, okay. So, Nate, how does it make you feel? But, I while, feel like but, but, but while you're saying what it feels like, scary, you have to continue to do it while looking each other in the eye. Okay, I, go. I, I feel like a sandwich. What? Keep, keep looking at him. Uh, scary, are you going from eye to eye to it's, lips? It's, it's Elvis. Left, it, left it's, eye, it, mouth, 
I can't. Right I can't. I can't do it anymore. I can't. <laughs> what happened? You know why? He's uncomfortable and he's getting wood. I bet you anything. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Nate, turn around. Yep. You got wood. Yep, that's what happened. Show us the front side. <laughs> <laughs> See, no, Nate, be honest. Does uh, that make you uncomfortable because it was it was too, to turn him on in, in another way? Uh, did <laughs> did you become uncomfortable because there is some forced intimacy there that kind of, kind of forced I'm you? I'm not to, even you know, kidding. I got uncomfortable. He, it was like a hunger in his face, and it just was disturbing. <laughs> eat you like a bowl of pasta. You're, you're like a sandwich. I got it. No, you come and do that with him. It's disturbing. No, I'm not, I'm not going to do it. I would never say yes to something stupid like so that. So this means it works, if you ask me. I mean, well, it does force intimacy, but if one is creeped out by the other, it's, it probably may force them to back off. So there must, there must need to be some questioning connection there. Like, maybe this person could be kind of cool. And then when they come in for the attack and they target you with the... <laughs> The, the psychological uh, love triangle between mm. your eye, eye, and your lips. I don't know, Gandhi, uh, what do you think? I'm very interested to go try this, but I don't think it's going to work because everybody got creeped out. They all got all got weirded out by each other. I don't want to weird people out. I'm also well, a little bit nervous that when I look at someone's mouth, they're going to think I'm looking at other parts. Well, like if my eyes go down? The, but the other parts are so far away, unless the part's in the mouth. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> yes, Froggy. I just feel like it's predicated once again upon how attractive you are and how attractive the person finds you. Well, also, if you're attractive, then people don't mind if you're looking at them like that. Like if David yeah. Beckham starts looking at Danielle that oh. way, she ain't gonna bother her. But if yeah. Scary looks at her like that, she's gonna get angry. Right, yeah. like creepy McCreepster. You don't want doing well, that. To you. Complaint. And, of, and of course, let's be honest. I mean, us trying this with each other, it, we're, we're setting it up for failure. Right. <laughs> right. But you know, someone's gonna say to you, "What the hell are you looking at?" Right. There's something in my yeah. nose. Why are you what staring? Are you doing? Right. What's wrong with my teeth? Why are you looking? What? At yeah. you, have a, you have a wonky eye. What's going on here? Well, anyway, try it. Get back to me. Text me tomorrow. Let me know how it worked. Hey, it's Lil Nas X. Hey, this is Taylor Swift. Hi, this is Harry Styles. Hi, this is Adele. And you're listening to Elvis Duran in The Morning Show. There's a lot of negative things you could say when things don't go your way. But when your house or car gets damaged, remember to say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. For help filling claims over the phone or on the app. However you choose, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You go to the grocery store, you know what you want to get, but those lines are so long. Plus, you're hunting for fresh produce. You can't find what you need. The shockingly high price on spices when you only need like a pinch. Well, the way around this is HelloFresh. HelloFresh is here to change the game on mealtimes with chef-crafted recipes delivered right to your door. Say goodbye to the grocery schlep and welcome farm-fresh produce picked at peak ripeness and new flavors that will take your taste buds on a trip. Get that? Yeah, I just cooked that feeling with easy step-by-step instructions and time-saving recipes that are ready in a snap. And the best part? HelloFresh is actually cheaper than restaurants and takeout thanks to pre-portioned ingredients so you only pay for what you need. Choose from 45 recipes every week and enjoy mealtime again. Plus, if you join today, you get free dessert for life if you go to HelloFresh.com Elvis. That's one free dessert item in every HelloFresh box while your subscription is active. Sign up now. HelloFresh.com Elvis. If you're craving that perfect touch of creaminess in your coffee, look no further than Coffee Toppers Cold Foam with five irresistible flavors like very vanilla, melty mocha, and marshmallow. You can elevate your coffee experience by adding a deliciously foamy layer to your favorite brew, hot or cold. Each can tops up to 20 cups of coffee. 
That's great value. Go to coffeetoppersfoam.com, find it at your closest retail location, or have it delivered from Amazon straight to your house. That's coffeetoppersfoam.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Okay, another chapter for the new book. All the security guards I've had a fight with. Yeah. yeah. That's, right. a good, that's a good one. Yeah, Rihanna's. Yeah, Rihanna's security guards. Uh, oh, gosh. That, at the Y100 Jingle Ball backstage. The security- yeah, there was this one guy who was going to throw me out, and you started fighting with him, and you got more in a fight with him than I did. Yeah. Was that the guy, the, the large guy? Yes. Who was in the hallway? You gotta, yes. You got to clear this hallway. We got to keep this hallway clear so people can walk by. And I said, your stomach is taking up half the, the, the hallway. Oh. <laughs> oh, did say that. Uh, I love it. You should have another one called My Pettiest Moments. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, Another chapter, Things I Have Thrown. Because oh. I threw a microwave oven. Okay. I threw my suit at... At the Grammys. I like that. You did? Well, okay, so I was on the red carpet at the Grammys uh, for Entertainment Tonight, E.T., right, I think? I can, yes. I do, yeah. And uh, th- all the people who work at E.T., they go to this one hotel room across the street to get their hair and makeup done, and, and they have a place to hang your suit. Well, all the girls, you know, all the women, they had their gowns hanging up, and there was room for my suit. Yeah. And I went to hang it up in this old hag <laughs> doing makeup. I don't know who you are, but you're not going to put that suit next to these gowns. I oh. said, well, I'm a correspondent. I'm working the red carpet. You're not going to hang your suit there. And I went, well, F it. I just threw the suit on the floor and walked out. <laughs> yes. just, walked, just walked out. I love it. You just have one called my finest temper tantrum. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. He used to call them talent fits. Oh, talent, talent. We call them talent fits. That sounds classy. Uh, yes, uh, Garrett. Elvis, the way you threw that microwave, though, was uh, yeah. I've never seen a microwave fly that that far. So <laughs> you came in one morning, uh, for, you know, fresh off the weekend. You opened up your office and you were going to put something in the microwave. Yes. Someone on my fr- personal private yes. microwave. Correct. Someone on Friday named Scary uh, <gasps> put a meatball with sauce in it, leaving the sauce to splatter all over the microwave. It was a yes. chicken yes. bomb explosion, but actually. There's mozzarella on the top of there it. We- is a backstory. The problem is, is the reason he got his own microwave was because everyone leaves the other microwave disgusting. Exactly. And so he was tired of it, and he said, I'm going to get my own microwave. Nobody is to use it. So we have to, you know, tell you that story before you find out. That's that the it, truth. Because right. honestly. So, he, so the microwave yeah. oven over in your office, Danielle. Yeah, it was disgusting. It was, no, you could make a meal out of the stuff <laughs> dripping on its walls. Yes. Yeah. I know. That's gross. So I have my own microwave in my own office. So scary. Whoa. Whoa. So he, he he goes and uses my microwave, mm-hmm. and it looks like a, a murder scene. It, it looks like Dexter yes. had been in there, like, chopping someone it's in. Scary. And so I went to use my microwave, and I opened it up, and it looked, I mean, it was like cheese dripping. It, it's like. No. It looked like nachos. No. Right? And, and tomatoes. Well, I'll tell you, that was the last time I ever used your microwave. 
Did you throw the microwave at Scary? No. No, from his office, so there's a hallway. So from Elvis's office to the other office, if you're standing in the hallway, all you saw was a microwave fly across the hallway. But hold on. But you yelled something while yeah, throwing yeah, it. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't think I can say it here. He was not happy. And that's how Scary lost his privilege of going into Elvis's office. Wow, Scary. Oh, no, but no, he still goes in my office and yeah. he steals appliances. Yeah. yeah, you remember that? You stole my DeLonghi. Yeah, yeah the toaster. The- the Lavenza all day oven. Yeah. I walk out with it. He just, he just walks in and, and walks out and down the hall like, doo, 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 doo. and someone's like, where are you going with Elvis's DeLonghi oven? sitting in a box for three months. It's in my office. He assumed you were going to use it. it, it, it. It's it's mine in my office. And you're oh, I'll just... What was going on in my head was, I I don't think he really wants this. It's just sitting here. I'm going to take it. I feel like that's a conversation to be had. Do you want this? It's not a conversation to take it. Like, hey, you're going to... You're going to use that other... Scary, would you do that at his house? Like, it's been in your house for, I don't know, six, eight months. You don't really seem to like it. I'm going to take it home with me. You haven't slept, I haven't slept with Alex in a couple of weeks. Might as well just go take him yeah. home. You haven't used your car in two weeks. I'm just going to take it. Yeah. Needless to say, I brought it back. I gave it to you. Oh, thank Me, you. Are you trying to act like that makes you a good person? You did the right you thing. You stole it. What about when you threw all the papers at me because you couldn't get my attention one morning? <laughs> all right. Now, you're painting me out like a monster or something. <laughs> I'm not a no, monster. I laughed. No. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> what? But I would buy this this book. If I'm listening and I hear this, these stories, I would definitely buy this book. I just, you know what? I have my father's temper. Where my dad, my dad would just grit his teeth and go, <laughs> We have it? Oh, we, we, Froggy has it. We can't play that on the I, air. It's not beeped. The, uh, why don't you, it's still no, we, we can't play that. Oh, no, no. I, I, don't, I don't have it beeped out. Yeah. All right. Anyway, I have lots of those. I sent Elvis one over the weekend just just for fun. <laughs> People are saying I have a temper because of I'm a Leo. Oh yeah. But what have you thrown when you were angry, Daniel? I know you've thrown something. Oh my. Uh, I threw markers at Scary's head. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. A whole bot because okay, but let's talk about why. It was he, years ago. He came, it was years and years ago. He came up behind me and he licked my neck. Yep. Nope. nope. And he, uh, and I was like, what? 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 And so what? The first thing that was near me was a box of markers. Right. So I turned around and chucked it at his head. We were kids. Yeah, I did throw a whole pizza at an, a boyfriend once. Right. A whole pizza. You know, straight Ooh. Nate. Yeah. He throws headphones oh. all the time. <laughs> he does. I think this is like my fifth pair. You you break them. Yeah, I get angry when callers. How many don't phones do have you broken? Yeah, he throws his phone too. Uh, Look, I'm not the no, no phones. I'm just not headphones. the only one with the temper. Okay. What have you thrown? One time I threw a whole bunch of coasters and it caused a scene because they went flying in every direction. Oh, good for I you. I was angry. Why were you angry? Because I got into an argument with my boyfriend and I was going to leave and he was standing in front of the door and he was a neat freak. So I was like, oh, if I mess up his apartment, he'll move because he's going to go clean it up. So I started throwing all his coasters. <laughs> oh, my Very God. Very dramatic. <laughs> Who's having a temper tantrum yeah. right now? What's the matter, Nathaniel? His phone won't work. I know, but I you- told you he breaks phones. I just uh, said that. Don't beat the phone. You know, I had uh. a desk thrown at me once. You did? Yeah, it was a kid threw it at me. I was teaching, this is hard, I was teaching Catholic school, I was teaching CCD, and the, the kid in the class got pissed and he took his desk and tossed it at me. God. <gasps> One time have, I had a- You must have given him a trigger word. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's the reason. I had a set of like janitor keys thrown at me and it actually hit me in the face. Oh! Yeah, I got cut and then a coworker got fired. It was dramatic. Was it a janitor <laughs> that threw the keys at you? No, it was just one of my disgruntled coworkers who was on the show. We got into fighting on the air and he threw keys at me. Huh. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. What's going on here? Why are you yelling? We got so many good calls, I can't get to them because we got this crappy phone. Oh my God. (laughs) 
Oh my God! The whole place is just <laughs> the whole place is just falling to pieces. Falling to pieces. <laughs> Going to hell in a handbasket. <laughs> anyway, what is that? Why did you write down the number twenty-one? Well, we got a bunch of people on hold, so we'll do some calls. Okay, okay, we're going to talk to them. <laughs> this is the, by the way, the whole show really is just on a slippery slope to hell. Uh, let's go talk to uh, Ryan. Hi, Ryan. Hey. What, did, did, did we talk to you the other day? No. Oh, okay. You live out in Morristown? Oh, you live in Morristown, Tennessee. Tennessee, right. Oh, okay, because nice. there's a Morristown, New Jersey, not far from my house. But anyway, well, hey. Right. Hey, so, um, look, every once in a while, things go wrong. So you pick up something, you throw it across the room. Mm-hmm. It makes sense to me, right? Yeah. So your mom, what would she do? She, Your mom was like a typical mom. She would say things that just only moms can say, right? What did she say to you? You know, I don't recall exactly what happened. I just remember I was a teenager, and we were in an argument, um, and we were in the kitchen. And the next thing I know, she takes the glass out of the cabinet and throws it at me. <laughs> she threw a glass oh, across the room right, right at you. And then what did she say? Yes. Look what you made me do. <laughs> <laughs> Moms, moms say things like that. Yep. Like my mom would say, you know what, Elvis, this is all effed up, and I don't use that word. <laughs> like, well, you do use that word. You just use that word. Yep. Mom, you're a mom. I mean, Daniel, oh, you're a mom. all the time. If you didn't say this, I wouldn't have had to do that. Exactly. That's what yep. Exactly. Yep. Well, she didn't hit you with the glass, did she, Ryan? No, she didn't hit me. Okay, maybe next time. <laughs> all right, well, thanks for listening, Ryan. I appreciate it. Uh, let's go talk to uh, Erica. Hi, Erica. Hello. So your mom and dad would throw things at each other? Yeah, not very often, but there was one time we were sitting at the dinner table. It was me, my sister, my mom and dad. My dad started to carve the chicken, a full roasted chicken dinner, started to carve it. All of a sudden, the grease started leaking out of the chicken and leaning towards him. He picked up the chicken and just threw it across the table at my mom. My mom picked up a beer and threw it right back at him. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> they're, having, they're having a food fight. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, it was great. A beer, I could, I I, I don't know, I I feel weird about someone throwing a beer at someone, but throwing a chicken is totally fine. (laughs) That's a waste of a chicken. Neither of those things should be wasted. Just throwing a chicken. Yeah, needless to say, we went to McDonald's for dinner after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. And they they got it all out. All right, thank you, Erica. Thanks for listening. I'm going to throw a chicken at you. Hi, uh, another Erica. Hi, Erica. Hi, good morning. Well, good morning. So, uh, it was the year 2004, right? Mm-hmm. And yep. uh, the Yankees lost to the Red Sox. Yeah. Go ahead. And uh, I was very calm after they lost. I very quietly went upstairs to my room, and my closet door wouldn't shut. And I tried shutting it about five times until I ripped it off the hinges and threw it across the room. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. You ripped your closet door off the hinges and threw it across the room. I may or may not have projected anger onto the closet door. Yeah, sure. let's hear it for the Yankees. Yeah. <laughs> Just ripping a door off the wall and throwing it across the room. That's hot. Yeah, you know. I love that. You have to. Uh, and Anastasia. How are you, Anastasia? I'm good. How are you? Doing okay. So, yeah, you got upset. What happened? Well, I was actually my roommate at the time. She got upset, and we were—I know—we were just talking and joking around. And then she threw a dildo at me, and it's the kind that like suctions to the wall. Well, it like suctioned to my forehead. 
<laughs> so you had a suction cupped dildo on yeah. your on your on your forehead. Yep, and we had to like plunge it off because it was so stuck on that when she like yanked it off, I had a big circle on my head, and I had to walk around kind of just like, oh well. Well, from a dildo. Are there pictures? <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is when you should always have a camera ready to go. <laughs> oh, not not um, not safe for work. By the way, that oh. that plays a great video in my head. Really good. Watching your roommate throw a dildo at your forehead and get stuck. <laughs> Yeah, I saw it coming at me in slow motion, and, you know, my life. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> <laughs> Yuck. All right, Anastasia, thanks. Thanks. Love, guys. Thanks for listening to us. <laughs> hey, what's up there, dildo head? <laughs> <laughs> I love people listening to our show. We have the best listeners ever. Yeah. Ever. If you love the morning show, it's a good idea to follow our socials. Elvis Duran Show. Follow them today. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. Nate wants to talk about robots. Yeah. So did yes. you? They freak you, me out. Have you guys been to like a, I think it's Stop and Shop, and they have that robot that prowls the aisles. I tell you, no. when I see it coming, I go the other way. Oh, I don't, don't want to have anything to do with these robots. Me what? too. That thing freaks me out. And then it has that voice clean up in aisle seven. And I'm like, <laughs> ah, I think this is just too close to Terminator. If you Gandhi, ask me. have you been anywhere that have these robots? No, the only robots I've seen have been in like a hotel in Vegas. The little one that brings you your food and kind of like tries to direct you to your room. That guy's cute. I don't run from him, but these... Apparently, terror bots in the grocery store are different. They are. Well, Danielle, Danielle ran into a room service robot at a hotel, yes. and, and it didn't quite work. So it was in the hallway, and it was trying to get into the elevator, and it just couldn't get in. So I'm like, well, obviously, it's supposed to be bringing whatever this is to someone. So I went behind the robot, and I started pushing it, trying to get it into the Aww, elevator. That and was it, nice. Yeah, but it didn't. It wasn't working. So I said, well, I don't know what you want me to do. I said, come on in. And I was talking to it like it was actually a human i'm like okay you well, can that's come the thing. in i love how you helped out a robot that one day will turn around and shoot you in the head right well, exactly exactly so amazon has released this personal robot for your house it's like a thousand bucks right mm-hmm. it will like go troll through your house to make sure everything's fine and no one's in you know, there's no intruder there it'll go check the oven to make sure it's not left on I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready for the robot in the house. Okay, but if it is left on, does this robot shut it off, or does it just tell you, hey, you left your oven on, and then stress you <laughs> right. out more? I don't know. Froggy, right. have you checked it out? Do we know more about it? No, I saw the same thing. It was like $1,000. My, my issue was my dogs. Like, my, I don't know that my dogs are going to be very welcoming to a robot in the house when nobody's home. No. <laughs> That's not going to go well. But more and more of these robots are showing up. People are checking in, saying that, you know, if they're in the hospital, sometimes robots roll by with their medication, and... And, you know, whatever. It's just... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That know. makes me nervous. If robot gives the wrong meds to somebody just because it's a robot. I don't yeah. know. Well, so what we're talking about here is us, you know, on the with the eve of a world of robots. And eventually we'll go... Remember that conversation we had about how much we hated robots? Yep. And right. by then we'll all be living with them and having sex with them and all sorts of things. Right. So I don't know. <laughs> For me well, now... That part but, might not be so bad. Uh, sometimes I, you know, sometimes we feel like we do. <laughs> Pardon me. Pardon me. Are you a robot by chance? Um, but yeah, well, I'm like Nate. If I see one coming down the aisle, I'm like, 
I'm going to another aisle. You I don't run away to, from it? Yeah. The ones at the grocery store, what are they trolling the aisles for? Just like a mess or a cleanup? Or what are they trying to direct you somewhere? They sometimes have coupons for the items that are, they're rolling by. I don't know. Scotty, you're the grocery store king. What do they do? Yes. In giant and stop and shop stores, they are there to detect spills so people don't fall. And they call for a cleanup. That's all they're for. And their name is Marty. But it's so sad because <laughs> I've seen it. Their name is Marty. I've yeah. seen it in front of the spill and it just stands there yeah. going, Clean up at aisle seven. And so it just they, stands They don't there. clean it. They it's don't not, clean it. Nope. It'd be better to have to, one of those uh, those Rokus or whatever they're called. I don't know. What are Roomba. they called? The Roombas. R- Roomba. A Roomba yeah. at least clean up. I know. Marty Why the would robot. they have a human? Marty does nothing. Uh, yeah. talk, talk to Jeff on line 23. He's familiar with Marty, the, the shopping, <laughs> the ShopRite robot. Hi, Jeff. Hey, good morning. How are you guys? We're great. Now, does Marty do something other than just stand there and bitch and moan about a, a spill on the floor? <laughs> No, actually, he does absolutely. Well, it's actually a she. It's called Marty, but it's a female oh, voice. Oh, I did not know. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know we had. Uh, yeah, we had gender yeah. here. We had pronouns. It uh, it actually doesn't literally do anything. It scours the aisles, and it uh, detects any debris or anything in the aisle, and then just sends a page over the loudspeaker for a human to then go over and clean it up. Ugh. Yeah. See, Marty's definitely a guy. That's a guy move. If Marty was really a girl, the girl would clean it up. <laughs> they, uh, they cost they cost several thousand dollars per store, and no one thought to put, like you said, a Roomba on the bottom to at least pick up a little, the small stuff. Wow! Just stands there screaming for help. <laughs> okay, so we're, of course we're talking about the voice of Marty because I I really can understand or, or grasp the concept of. A robot being male or female. I don't, I don't know how. <laughs> how do, you, do you pick it up and look under its tail? Like, what is, oh, it's a girl. Oh. All right, well, thank you. Thank you, Jeff. And tell Marty we said hi. Oh, will do. Thanks so much, guys. Thank you. One more call from line 20. It's Alyssa. So you, you're, your grocery store chain is Giant, and they have, do they have Marty the robot or, or a different name? Do we know? It's, it's Marty, and it's got these giant googly eyes, and it is just freaky. Do you stay alone on an aisle with Marty the robot, or do you rush along to another aisle? Oh, no. I give Marty, like, a good, like, six-feet perimeter because uh, it just freaks me out. Yeah. <laughs> wow. All right, Marty. They're saying that Marty does bring in quite a savings per year. I don't really? know how they calculate it, but I, I don't okay. know. Okay. How about I don't know the people if it's who... worth it, though, with how freaky it is. You know? well, exactly. That's what I'm thinking. I mean, is it worth the people like like you and me who don't want to go there because Marty's trolling up and down the aisles? Just yelling know. for help, yeah. not even doing anything. Yeah. I'd be like, Marty, go get me some Raisin Bran. Go. <laughs> anyway, thank you for listening, Alyssa, and have a great day, okay? Awesome. Thank you. The Mercedes-Benz Interview Lounge. Niall Horan walks through the door. Yay! Rubbing my back. Oh, he smells delicious. He smells really good. You smell awesome. The superbly versatile all-electric EQB from Mercedes-Benz. It's impressively techy and surprisingly roomy with seating for up to seven. The vehicle is all-electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. Learn more at mbusa.com slash EQB. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. You go to the grocery store, you know what you want to get, but those lines are so long Plus, you're hunting for fresh produce. You can't find what you need. The shockingly high price on spices when you only need like a pinch. Well, the way around this is HelloFresh. HelloFresh is here to change the game on mealtimes with chef-crafted recipes delivered right to your door. 
Say goodbye to the grocery schlep and welcome farm fresh produce picked at peak ripeness and new flavors that'll take your taste buds on a trip. Get that, yeah, I just cooked that feeling with easy step-by-step instructions and time-saving recipes that are ready in a snap. And the best part? HelloFresh is actually cheaper than restaurants and takeout thanks to pre-portioned ingredients so you only pay for what you need. Choose from 45 recipes every week and enjoy mealtime again. Plus, if you join today, you get free dessert for life if you go to HelloFresh.com slash Elvis. That's one free dessert item in every HelloFresh box while your subscription is active. Sign up now, HelloFresh.com slash Elvis. If you're craving that perfect touch of creaminess in your coffee, look no further than Coffee Toppers Cold Foam with five irresistible flavors like very vanilla, melty mocha, and marshmallow. You can elevate your coffee experience by adding a deliciously foamy layer to your favorite brew, hot or cold. Each can tops up to 20 cups of coffee. That's great value. Go to coffeetoppersfoam.com, find it at your closest retail location, or have it delivered from Amazon straight to your house. That's coffeetoppersfoam.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. We have a, a listener on the line. Good morning, listener. Good morning. Good morning. Is it okay if we say your name? Yeah, absolutely. Good morning, Kristen. Okay, I already know why she's calling and uh, and what she's asking and everything, and I already have my answer for you. But I'm gonna leave it leave it be <laughs> until everyone else can hear your story. So you are so excited you're getting married, right? Yes, next summer. And it should be the most happiest time of your life getting married. So, uh, how did you guys decide to get married? What's the ceremony gonna be like? So we actually decided on a cruise ship wedding. Um, My fiance has already been married before. The idea of doing a full traditional wedding and being in front of all those people and doing that stresses me out so much. Right. Um, So we were actually just going to do a courthouse wedding and just kind of get it over and be done with. But then we heard that you can do weddings on cruise ships, and it was kind of perfect for us because everything's all pre-planned. We Mm -hmm. picked a date, picked a ship. We just kind of show up, and whoever wants to come, can join us. So I love we were that. pretty excited about the idea yeah. of that. And, that yeah. and that's what it is. Cruise ships, are, you know, it is. It, if you can make it, we'd love to have you. Yeah. Anyway, so, but there is a fly in the ointment, as they say. Oh. oh. What, and what is that? <laughs> that would be my sister-in-law. Okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we have, we butted heads a time or two in the past, but we worked through it and we try to be as civil with each other as possible. Um, but she's already starting to make comments about how expensive it is, and she's going to have to start fundraising and selling feet pictures and doing this and that to be able to afford Wait, to come oh, to our hold wedding. On. She's going to sell <laughs> sell feet pictures. I love it. Yeah, she has a plan. Great. She must. She must really want to be there. Yeah. So she's already giving you grief. Oh my gosh, it's going to cost me a lot of money to go on the cruise ship. Blah blah blah. So uh, how is it yeah. as of today? Like, what's the latest conversation you had? Um, so we haven't even had a conversation. I have a Facebook group put together with all of the information in one central location so everything's going on and what they need to do. 
she's leaving comments on stuff. She has directly about it. Right. She's leaving comments on the Facebook page. Okay. Well, <laughs> I mean, so sorry. maybe there should be a direct con- conversation. What's that, Danielle? I, I mean, do we want to give our opinions yet? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, okay. I feel like it's your wedding, and you need to do your wedding the way you want to do it. And unfortunately, not everyone's going to agree. Mm-hmm. And if she can't afford to be there, then you just have to understand. And, and, and you have to be understanding about it. And she has to just not come. And that's it. I mean, I go. think, you know. Yeah. I think the mistake came by telling people you were getting married. Should have been a secret. Oh, you did? And then when you <laughs> no, get home, Gandhi. you have a Is that what you did? No. <laughs> that is not <laughs> real. Saying. That is not real life <laughs> yes, advice. Is. No, because of course people are gonna. People always complain about destination weddings or having to spend a ton of money on weddings. They just do. Mm-hmm. And if you want something private for yourself, you should definitely do what you want. Just don't tell them. Come back and throw a tiny party. Hey, um, so you haven't had a direct conversation. I think you should mm-hmm. first of all. And yeah, no. Yeah, that's the plan. I just needed to complain about it a little bit, so I don't tell. Okay. I, I get that, but yeah. here's the thing. I I so agree with Danielle. Not as much Gandhi. I said she should do what she wants. Just don't tell. You me should that. do what you want. Um, it is your wedding, and you know, in so for the wedding, we plan ceremony import. Okay. Oh, so they can go to the ceremony before the cruise ship takes off. Yeah, and so they can get that's off. And cost them anything. Oh, that's good. I know, but it's your so wedding. This phone line is not doing well. Here's the thing. It is your wedding. You should do what you want. But there's another thing to consider. She is your sister-in-law, yes. and you're stuck with each other. True. So there needs to be there needs to be a conversation. You need to connect with her because, let, let's face it, you want to get along. You don't want to cause or you don't want them to think you're trying to cause problems. Maybe she thinks she's being funny, and she doesn't realize yeah. she's really hurting your feelings. <laughs> That's probably what it is. <laughs> no, <Yeah>. You're laughing, <laughs> which means it's not what it is. She's not nearly as funny as she thinks she is. <laughs> well, look, let me ask you this, and you can be candid with us. Is there a chance that you knew she wouldn't be able to go, so that's why you did it this way? I mean, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. okay. Now I'm changing my mind about what I'm saying, lady. Hey, no, but, uh, well, again, Kristen, we plan to have the ceremony in court, so she's come to the ceremony, but mm. not have to come on the cruise with us. Okay, mm-hmm. so, okay, so there's really well, no problem there. Look, I get that. I get that. You know, and you want not only at the wedding, but you want the people surrounding you post wedding and and out at sea to be people that you like and get along with. But yeah. always keep in mind, in the back of your head. You guys are stuck with each other forever, unless there's a divorce down the right. road. You know what I'm saying? She, you guys, <laughs> yeah. you guys, you guys are your sisters-in-law until the end of whatever. That's so it. keep that in mind, and you know, be a little gentle. But at the end of the day, it is your wedding, it is your day and your trip. So best of luck. Wow. Yeah, I know. Wow. Thank, thank you very much. I appreciate your guys' wise wisdom and input on this. Uh, well. Aww. Well, thank you. And, and and you know what? Congratulations, Kristen. Yeah, congrats. At, at the end of the day, you. you're kicking off a marriage, and you want it to be right. And uh, But you know what? Sometimes, you, you know, you know, you can always throw her overboard. No, no. no I'm listen. kidding. Don't do, that. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. All right. Thank you, Kristen. And all the best to you. And again, con- congratulations. Thank you. Thank you, guys. I love listening to you so much. Oh, thank Good you. Luck. Take care. Yeah, that's a tough one. Wow. What was that, Nate? Well, we had a situation with somebody that was going to come to our, a family member that was going to come to our wedding. That we didn't want there. So we <laughs> found a way to start a fight that made them decide to not come in the first place. Wow. Very oh. mature. By the way, I can't even go into detail, but your family has a lot of drama. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's that scary? I always get suspicious when people do destination weddings. I'm like, they just want no. like 20 people there. 
You know? It doesn't matter. It's what they want. Right. Yeah, that's it's their, it's their what, decision. It, scary, it's what they want. Which is great. Maybe they do a dinner when they get back for the people who couldn't make it. And then just they collect don't tell presents. anyone. No, you gotta, they're going to find out. Gandhi, <laughs> can you live in the real world for a moment? You, you drink way too much coffee. <laughs> totally. I think plenty of people get married in secret all the time. And then they come home and they're like, hey, I got married. Let's have a party. That is a way to do it. Yeah. That is a way to do it. Avoid the drama. I like That's the real world. My favorite <laughs> is when you go to like the Bahamas or whatever and it's just the bride and groom and you can tell that the whole bride Bridal party is like rented. Like everybody's <laughs> from the islands. And or just, they're or just in people it. you meet at the bar. Yeah, it's fantastic. I'm like, hey, why not? What are you guys doing here? We're here to get married tomorrow morning. We'll what? see you there at 10 o'clock. You want to be my best man? Come on. I'm in. I'm in. That's a good idea. Hey, it's Nicki Minaj. What's up? It's the kid Leroy. This is Rihanna. Hey, this is Lady Gaga. Ooh. You're listening to Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. There's a lot of negative things you could say when things don't go your way. But when your house or car gets damaged, remember to say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there for help filling claims over the phone or on the app. However you choose, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. Everyone say good morning to our friend Carlos. Hi, Carlos. Hello. How are you? We're doing well. We're doing well. I, you know, I was uh, really, really putting a lot of thought into the text you sent me a couple of days ago, and I'm so happy we could get you on the phone to talk about it. Do you want to remind everyone what your question for me was on the text? Yeah, uh, my question was, um, you do have the opportunity to be born again, and you can choose what you want to be. Would you be born as gay men again or come back as straight? Okay. You're By the way, knowing exactly that you're going to live the exact same life. Okay, so the good question. And by the way, I don't know if you understood it because the phones are kind of yeah. messed up, Carlos. The question was, if you could be born again and choose what to be, gay or straight, would you come back as a straight guy instead, knowing everything that you went through in your life, good or bad? Is that right. basic? That's what you asked originally, right? Yeah. Can okay. you hear me better now? Oh, now I can. Oh. Now you sound crystal clear. He's not underwater anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is an interesting question. May I ask from from which point of view are you coming from? Are you a gay or straight man? Uh, I'm a straight man. Okay. And but So you asked this question, and I find it a very deep question. And as a matter of fact, I don't want this to turn into a conversation that, that upsets people or makes people uncomfortable, because a lot of people may be... Aren't, aren't, under, yeah. aren't understanding. But look, I love having conversations like this. I think yeah. it's fabulous. So you know. mm-hmm. that's that's what I told Nate that I, that I didn't want to sound as if I, I'm insulting anybody. Just, Not at all. Just, no, no, I love questions that make us think, and I'm yeah. gonna, I'm going to get into this right now. Listen, thank you for listening to us, Carlos. We're going to jump into it right now. Thanks to you. All right. All right. Go have a great day and listen in. All right. So the question was, if I can do it again, knowing what I've been through as a gay boy than gay man, would I do it again? Uh, look, it, it, it's a difficult question to answer because. It, it's not right. possible. So, you know, I, you know me. And it's like, well, it's not possible. So why would I even answer that question? <laughs> uh, I fortunately, through growing up and knowing I was gay at a very young age, I really had nothing to complain about as far as how people treated me. Uh, I, I had just very little harassment in high school, very little. Um, and I, I grew up a gay boy and turned into a gay man with... Little or no problems at all. I was one of the lucky ones. And I know for a fact, through many people I've mentored and many people I've talked to, people have come to me for advice. They have been through hell and continue to go through hell. Yeah. Okay? Uh, and it also, being a gay guy and growing up and seeing the condition and what people go through has helped me better understand people of different races, people from different right. backgrounds. Mm-hmm. And 
And to me, that has been quite the advantage. I love that. I love that I have, being a gay man, I don't know if I, if I can really make a true connection here, I am more sensitive to to my women friends and what they're going through in life. And I have a side of me that is definitely leaning to the toward the feminine, and I can understand women better than I think a lot of other guys, gay or straight, go through. I don't know why, but I just do. With that said, uh, I, I would happily come back as a gay man. You know, if I if I had to check a mark, like mm-hmm. okay, new life. What do you want? Gay or straight? Go. <laughs> like yeah. uh, gay. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, because you know what? It's all I know. I'm just I'm, I know I'm being too realistic for what could be a fun conversation. No, uh-huh. I think it's important though. And I I mean, on the counter of that, yes. If I were to be able to pick what I came back as, I think I would come back as something completely different, because I know what this is like. I know it's what it's like to be a brown female in this world. I would maybe want to experience what it'd be like to be something else. And it's not that I don't like being brown or being a female. I love it. But I just want to see, you know, from like you said, you get a different perspective on life based on how you come into this world. I would like yeah. to see something different. You know what makes me really upset is if I hear and I've heard gay people say, I've definitely heard of recent days and in recent days, uh, transgendered people say, if I could do it again, I would not choose this life. Mm-hmm. And that breaks my heart. Right. Yeah. It breaks my heart because they are living in a, a life that is just really rough for them. Right. To be able to look yourself in the mirror and say, basically, I don't like who you are. That makes me sad. It may. It may. It makes me. I just want to. I want to cry. It, it makes me very sad that anyone, no matter what you're going through in life, let's say you uh, are blessed with beautiful kids, but you don't. You don't want kids. You know, whatever your challenge is, to look at yourself and say, I wish I could have a redo. That makes me so sad. Yeah. It makes me sad. Yeah. So, gosh, Carlos, you know, yeah, I'll come back as a gay guy. You know, sure. Yay, no regrets. <laughs> no, I like that. I don't have regrets. I'm going to come back as a caterpillar. I <laughs> know. Because then I become a butterfly. And you can own more shoes. <laughs> yes, I could. <laughs> you That's life. right, I could. Ooh, you I really, never thought of that part. You could. Four-day lifespan. It would take longer to tie, to tie all your shoelaces. Yeah. <laughs> a four-day lifespan. <laughs> but I don't know. What are you seeing on the text messages? I I, I don't want to offend anyone today, and I just, I, this is just a, this is one of those things, it's actually a great conversation to have with a friend who is able to have an adult conversation. Yeah. Well, we have some very poignant uh, text messages that agree with you that want to come back. One man said he's a straight man. He'd like to come back as a lesbian. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's not. Yeah. Uh Very funny. Total perv. That would be such a froggy answer. (laughs) This is my favorite text. I'm a gay man, and I always have this conversation with my friends. I would most certainly come back as a straight female so I could have sex with all the hot straight boys. Ah, <laughs> everyone's motives are very selfish. Yes. Okay, so if you want to turn it into the fun conversation, I'm with you on that. But I don't know, you know, uh, I, I know it... Ask me, do, do I do I want to do something different than I'm doing now? No, I love my life. I Even the, the hardships, and I have very few. You know, I, I'm very, very, very blessed, I'm very, and I'm f- so grateful for the life I have. I don't, I don't want to change it. What's scary for me? I'd come back straighter than I am right now. I would actually, I would actually be more assertive. I would do things differently. I would, hmm. be like, you know what? 
So you just said that being straight is meaning you're more assertive? No, no, that's, no. That's oh, exactly God. what you no. just said. <laughs> you know the kind of person I am. I've always been, you know, I've always been kind of like a background guy who just takes everything on the doormat. I'm just, you know, yeah, no, no, seriously. Oh, so you're saying if you were more straight, you wouldn't be the doormat. That's still, what you just said, I would basically. be as sensitive digging, as I am digging. today, but maybe I would do things a little differently. I'd rethink my life a little bit. I'd be like, you know what? If you were straighter, meaning you're <laughs> gay? I, I was... <laughs> I don't understand what you're... Does anyone understand what he's saying? No. I do. I Walk away, Scary. Okay, okay. Walk away. <laughs> what does he say? Alpha. Exactly. I think what he meant to say was he would like to come back more of an alpha than he is currently. Oh. But instead, he said it's something Hey, this is my <laughs> Yo, what up? It's the Black Eyed Peas. Hey, oh, 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 you think he's stupid to get our attention? Wow. So, for you, a redo is a gay or straight thing. Is You you would be more of an alpha male. It has nothing to do with being gay or straight. Because I'm a beta guy. Okay. Oh, I, I love you, Scary. Scary's like, if I could come back, I would come back smarter. I'm an extroverted beta. Okay. Okay, so we're, we're, we're changing this from uh, gay versus straight to like changing like, something else, like the color of your skin or Correct. changing Correct. the color of your hair or your okay. Yeah, okay. personality still be trait. Italian? You really probably should go sit in the corner. Still you still want to be Italian? Yeah. Okay. Okay, on behalf of Italians, do you want him anymore? Not really. I'm giving him back. <laughs> I gotta say, Should I, I trade him. I kind of. I, I wonder. I do wonder what it would be like to be a lesbian. Okay. Like oh. you know, like sometimes I wonder if <laughs> I, I would have gone that way <laughs> at one point. But let's talk about that. <laughs> okay, no, it's okay. People go through phases, yeah, but that's, yeah, yeah. phases aren't the same thing. No, 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 no. But I mean, I don't know. I don't know. You know, because you think about, like you said, you know what it's like being what you are. Right. Would you want to try something different? But if you don't remember what you used to be, then what's, you know what I mean? You know, it's know, right. it, it, it's, one, of the, it's yeah. one of those conversations that really has no right. whatever. But, okay, if you wonder what life would have been like as a lesbian, yeah. look at it in, in a deeper sense. Well, okay, you're talking about having, uh, you're forming romantic relationships with another woman. Right. Now, now what you know about women versus men, mm -hmm. you do see the different dynamic possibly because yeah. women and men are different mm -hmm. as far True. as in, in many in many regards. And I know how I am that time of the month, so I don't know if I would want to put up with another part woman. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> we got to take a lot of things into consideration here. And keep in mind, you know, we are also under the assumption that you you are born this way. Yeah. And so, you know, I don't know. It's I don't producer Sam. What's Hi. up? Have you I, thought about this? Yeah, I think in a past life I may have been attracted to women just because I'm so naturally attracted to women, but it never crosses that line where it's a really like sexual action thing. You right. know what I mean? I just check them out constantly and I find them mysterious and beautiful and I I love them. So I'm sure at one life past i was either a lesbian or a straight man i like this text from a woman she said i'd come back with a penis and i'd stick it everywhere <laughs> no way i want to know scary maybe you'll come back with a penis see gandhi and i like penis so much i don't know if we could give it up well thanks for well, okay. i would come back i think as a like a very big strong straight male because i would want to have a penis yeah. just to see i have one of my guy friends was like you have no idea what it's like to have one until you have one you want to put it on everything he's like your keyboard we might not leave the house gandhi. gandhi you're not supposed to repeat those things i tell him oh, sorry froggy anyway so okay I'm, I'm glad this turned into a fun conversation but it really is it is an important thing to understand that you yeah. you have something going on in you currently in this life that's fabulous, and sometimes uh, you got to dig to find it because of the, the 
the rhetoric you live in mm-hmm. and the, the crazy times. By the way, we say these are craziest times ever. I don't know, 10 years ago that we said the same thing. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. 20 and years ago. They'll we were, continue to say it forever. 20 years ago, we were living in the craziest time yeah. ever. And that's never going to change, no. I guess. But anyway... Straight Nate, what about you? We call you Straight Nate. <laughs> would you be gay Nate no, in I, next life? <laughs> actually, what Elvis said really made me think about this. I don't think I've really experienced anything in my life to make me want to change. Right. right? Yeah. So I can see where we had a lot of texts. Actually, uh, sadly, we had some texts of people saying they were they were gay, they're gay, and they wish they had been straight so they didn't have to go through those tough times, <laughs> which made me really sad to think of what they went through, but at the same time thinking about myself that I didn't go through anything like that to make me want to change. So no, I'm I'm comfortable being straight Nate. Okay, yeah. Then carry on straight. Nate. I will. I'll be up straight or Nate, as Scary wanted to be. <laughs> I don't know how that's possible, by the way, Scary. No, I don't want to be Italian. I don't want to be straighter. I don't know. I don't know how that. I don't know how that works. So all right. Well, okay. Interesting conversation, and I'm 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 happy that ninety nine percent of people uh, texting in understood where we were coming from. Look, you know, I'm. It's, I don't know. I think it's better to have a morning show where we can actually talk about something other than, you know, farting in a jar. No, totally. And then sealing it up and giving it as a gift. <laughs> can it's you do enough. that? Hold on. Yeah, Froggy wanted to talk about that today. I'm like, oh, yeah. no. Damn it, Froggy. I <laughs> <laughs> wonder what that would be like when you opened it. I'm a, I'll no, show it you. It depends on how <laughs> fast you open it. Can you send me one? I want to see. <laughs> yeah, I'll do that. You go to the grocery store, you know what you want to get, but those lines are so long. Plus, you're hunting for fresh produce. You can't find what you need. The shockingly high price on spices when you only need like a pinch. Well, the way around this is HelloFresh. HelloFresh is here to change the game on mealtimes with chef-crafted recipes delivered right to your door. Say goodbye to the grocery schlep and welcome farm-fresh produce picked at peak ripeness and new flavors that'll take your taste buds on a trip. Get that, yeah, I just cooked that feeling with easy step-by-step instructions and time-saving recipes that are ready in a snap. And the best part? HelloFresh is actually cheaper than restaurants and takeout thanks to pre-portioned ingredients so you only pay for what you need. Choose from 45 recipes every week and enjoy mealtime again. Plus, if you join today, you get free dessert for life if you go to HelloFresh.com slash Elvis. That's one free dessert item in every HelloFresh box while your subscription is active. Sign up now, HelloFresh.com slash Elvis. If you're craving that perfect touch of creaminess in your coffee, look no further than Coffee Topper's Cold Foam with five irresistible flavors like very vanilla, melty mocha, and marshmallow. You can elevate your coffee experience by adding a deliciously foamy layer to your favorite brew, hot or cold. Each can tops up to 20 cups of coffee. That's great value. Go to coffeetoppersfoam.com, find it at your closest retail location, or have it delivered from Amazon straight to your house. That's coffeetoppersfoam.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Don't answer the phone, Elvis Duran. The Elvis Duran phone tap. Garrett, talk about it. Talk about it. All right, so Ann wants to play a phone tap on her boyfriend, Billy. Now, Ann was left in charge at Billy's apartment to wait for a painter to come to paint a room at Billy's apartment. So Ann's going to start the call, then I'm going to join in as the great painter. 
the great painter, yes. played by Garrett. Here we go. Hello. Hey, what's up? Hey, what's going on? Uh, you know, the painter's here. Oh, good. What color did you order? Blue. Um, he kind of, I think he might have kind of messed up. How do you mess up blue? Well, it's not exactly blue. It's kind of well, it's like... Well, it's blue or it's not blue. It's kind of like, maybe like a raspberry color. What? Yeah, um... You mean, you mean like blackberry, like dark blue, like almost, what, what? I, I, I don't know. Is it, is it there? He's here. Let, let me talk to this guy. We've been back and forth on emails like four times about this. I know. See what happens when you don't hire a professional? I told you not to just get some guy off Craigslist. I'm painting. I don't need to pay $5,000 to paint a den. Uh, sir, excuse me. Can, yeah. can you talk to my boyfriend for a second? He, ha he has a question for you. Yeah, Billy, this is Ron. What's up? How are you? Uh, things are going great here. And, uh, I hear you're doing the wrong color. What's going on? Uh, what do you mean we by talked that? About, we talked about blue. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's kind of bluish uh, with a hint of red. Uh, you, uh, I, I mean, I, I, I tried to... We didn't talk about red. There's no hint of red. It's blue. I care how much it costs. Just go to the store, get blue paint, and fix it. I could do that, but I can't fix your TV. I'm not asking to fix my TV. I'm asking to paint my room. Oh, um, I got uh, just a little bit of paint on the television, and it seems not to be working. What? Yeah, um, uh, totally... What do you mean? What do you mean? Some paint dropped, and, uh, totally my bad, uh, but, uh... Paint dropped? How much paint? What, did you knock over a can? No, 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 but I didn't think the paint would drop from the ceiling. Really haven't really done this before, but, you know, I... Did you said you were a painter! Uh, we, yeah, you know, in my free time when I'm not mowing lawns. No, but... no, no. You told me you're a painter. You advertise on Craigslist as a painter. Where have you painted? Well, sir, are you familiar with, with Justin Timberlake? Yeah, what? You're going to tell me you painted his house? Bull no, no, no. I, I, I painted for his gardener, um, and sh he loved it. You advertise yourself as a painter, and you know how to paint a room. It's a brand new... Flat screen TV hanging on my wall. If you broke that, it's coming out of your ass, my friend. All right, um, let's talk payment really quick. Can I ask your girlfriend? Does she have it? Did you leave it somewhere? Or I'm, I'm You're just... not getting paid a nickel. Okay. Uh... Put my girlfriend back on the phone. Uh, okay, fair enough. Uh, it's excuse... not on the phone. Uh, yeah, right yeah, excuse me. Uh, yeah, he, he needs you. The guy wants to get paid. Did you, did you leave some money Whoa! somewhere? And, and listen to me closely. Do not pay that bastard. He busted my television. It's just a TV. You don't like TV. You like shoes. All right, let's bust a couple of shoes up, huh? And a little shoes in your closet, huh? How about when you throw a heel on one of those $500,000 pair of shoes you have? All right, all right, all right. Hey, 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 Billy. Just, just put my girlfriend back on the phone. My name's Garrett from Elvis Duran in the Morning Show, and you just got phone tapped by Ann. <laughs> oh, God. I love you. Are you kidding? Are you kidding? What do you got to say to your lovely girlfriend? <laughs> the Elvis Duran phone tap. This phone tab was pre-recorded with permission granted by all participants. The Elvis Duran phone tab, only on Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Hey, so this is kind of a touchy subject, but here we go. Have you ever had to dump someone you didn't even know you were dating? <laughs> you know what I'm oh. saying? Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Some, sometimes you're hanging out with someone, you're chilling out, whatever, and you think you're in, in separate lanes, but they think you're in the same lane, and you're like, no, right. we're oh. not. And you're oh. making this so uncomfortable, I can't, I can't deal with you. <laughs> right. Look, 
I don't know. Have you ever, though? Yes. Gandhi, you? Yes. Yeah. How did that go for you? Um, it was super awkward, and it happened in front of my sister. So it was like oh. one of those things where I thought we were just hanging out and having a good time, and then he said something that made it very clear. He thought differently, and he thought it was super serious, and I was like, oh, no, we should have this conversation right now. And my <laughs> sister said, don't you ever in your life do something like that in front of me ever again. I was so uncomfortable. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. like, well, we had to have the conversation as soon as it came up. It was important. You do. You, you have to have it immediately. I was yes. uh, seeing this guy. This was in, God, this is after college. And uh, I, you know, go hang at his house sometimes, whatever. And then one time I went over, we had dinner and whatever. And he says, are you staying over? I said, yeah. He said, I bought you a toothbrush. Oh. And I immediately said, I immediately said, uh, I'm going home tonight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, with, like, I'm not, I'm not in, I'm not here. I'm not the toothbrush boyfriend. I'm not, I'm not there, right. you know? <laughs> and, and then you, you, and you don't want to throw out the baby with the bathwater, right? But at the same time, mm-hmm. you know that, uh, this isn't going to work. Yeah, but they right. come with know. the, sometimes they come with the U-Haul already and it's like, whoa, yes. slow yeah. down. <laughs> Moving Back thing up. Back it up. Moving on uh-uh. in. So I, I was just asking for a friend. I mean, I'm married. Oh. I don't have to worry about it anymore. But. Wait, I was going to say, wait a second. <laughs> um, too late it's, for you. <laughs> it, it, you know what? And then let's say you are dating someone casually. I guess you you have to have those conversations and make sure the word casual comes up. Otherwise, they think it's official. It's either casual or official, right? Yes. And so and this is where it gets tricky in relationships because it takes two to have a relationship. All right. But if you're traveling in different lanes and different speeds at different speeds, you don't know like who's going to get there first, right? Or if, you know, or I may just exit off early and not even yeah. go to your exit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I've so, had so many conversations with friends who say somebody's cheating on them, and I'm like, "Well, are you really getting cheated on, or did you guys never have a discussion?" And it's still an open, casual dating situation. People right. need to be clear about those things. So wait, 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 back up. So if you've asked a friend that, if a friend. Gandhi comes up and says, he cheated on me. And then you actually directly and ask the question, wait, are you sure he cheated on you? I mean, are you really official? How do they respond? How have they responded to stuff like that? So sometimes it has gone terribly wrong and they've been like, you're supposed to always be on my side. What the hell is wrong with you? But there have been two instances where my friend said, holy crap, we never had that conversation. We probably should have that conversation. And you're right, because we are just dating right now. They liked this person a little more than that person liked them. And then they have a conversation, which I think is important. Interesting text. My husband and I had to dump another couple who thought we were in a relationship. Wow. (laughs) What? Okay. I'd like some more details on that one. Mike, is he still on 924? There we go. Let's go Uh, talk to Mike. Hello, Mike. Good morning. Hey, um, so we're talking about the uncomfortable thing, dumping someone you didn't even know you were dating. It must be... twice as bad if it's someone at work but you had that and you actually taken an extra step tell everyone what happened to you so i am a nurse and one of my coworkers and i were very close we were friends we were having a good time she was a very sweet girl Uh, a few of us decided to go to nashville uh for the weekend and by the end of the weekend she told me that she loved me and that we were going to be like the best boyfriend-girlfriend ever. Um, mind you, she has known for years that I am gay. 
So it's very uncomfortable. Oh, boy. So so you had to dump someone who's a coworker and who knows you're gay. Correct, yes. That uh, eight-hour drive home was pretty awkward. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, man. Here, my dad always said, if you see a bus coming down the street, don't walk in front of it. And it, she did. She actually, because you are a bus and you're rolling down the street and she walked right in front of it. I mean, so yeah. are, are you guys over that yet? Is, is, is it still uncomfortable around her? Or what's going on? Um, she actually hasn't spoken to me since. Oh. Well, that's, that's sad. That's stupid. It, it is. I know. But at the same time, like, if that was her decision, then so be it. I hope she's happy. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Wow. That's a good attitude, Mike. Yeah, okay, yeah. good. Well, look, <laughs> hey, have fun at that bachelorette party. You guys be safe, and thanks for listening to us, okay? Will do. Thank you. There you go. <gasps> oh, my gosh. That one's so know, confusing. Mike, Mike, <laughs> Mike must be a great catch, though. Seriously. Yeah, he he will never date me because he's gay, and we work together. I mm-hmm. think I'm going to railroad him and see, <laughs> and force him force him to have a relationship with me. <laughs> Catherine, on line 23... Yeah, this is another kind of weird one. Hey, Catherine. Oh, my goodness. Hi. Hi. Hey, thanks for calling, and thanks for being a part of the show. So you had to dump someone you didn't even know you were dating after just one one, like one like little uh, get-together? He thought you were dating? Yeah, it was one day. It was terrible. We He picked me up. We went to the movies, and he didn't hold my hand at all. Like, I even had my hands on my leg, like, open on his side, like, waiting for him to, like, do something. Why? Never right. did anything. Um, and then when he dropped me off, I waited a few seconds to see if he would kiss me. Didn't do that either. I get home, and I find on Facebook a request to be in a relationship with him. What? And I was, like, so confused. I was like, what am I supposed to do? So he called me. Like, a few minutes later, and he's like, hey, I sent you this request. Like, you better go accept it. What? So I was like, uh, yeah, he, like, told me I had to accept it. So I did, and I avoided him for a week because I didn't know what to do. And then I ended up, like, telling him, like, this isn't working. Like, we can't do this. Oh, my gosh. Well, it, it, it's one thing to say this isn't working, but it's another thing to say this isn't working when there is nothing that's, right. that's working. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing to work. Yeah, it's like, what? Crazy. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. You know what? It goes back to this. And uh, look, we're all guilty of these voices in our head, right? We have these these dialogues with ourselves in our heads, and we ramp ourselves up thinking something's going on that's not. It's not. It's not real. It's not real at all. It's like, God. Anyway. Hey, uh, best of luck to you, Catherine. I hope you are in a relationship now. Are you happily single? How are you doing? Yeah, I'm I'm much better now. I've been dating my boyfriend for a little over a year now. Does he so. know you're dating? <laughs> I mean, just, yeah. Are you sure? <laughs> just wondering. All right, very good. Thanks for listening to us, Catherine. You too. Love you. Love you. Love you more. Oh uh, yes, goodness. Gary. What's up? Well, more along the lines of what our friend Allie was saying. Uh, this, somebody texted in. Get this. Exclusive means you both aren't hooking up with anyone else, but you guys aren't boyfriend and girlfriend yet. But to me, okay. if you're exclusive and not hooking up with anyone else, you are. That defines boyfriend-girlfriend, mm, does it not? No, not well, if you're not going on dates. 
Yeah, and also there's a there's a health thing. You, you don't want to be like doing someone who's doing a thousand other people, but you want to do them from time to time and just test drive them, right, Gandhi? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think that that's probably what it is. I mean, you can definitely have a permanent booty call and not go out on dates, but I don't see why you wouldn't go out on dates at that point. But okay, yes, that makes sense. Yeah. Booty. Well, exactly, exclusive <laughs> could equal permanent booty call. I like that. Yeah. Right. right. You're screwed I down. think You're it's pretty safe to say if you're afraid to have the conversation or if you've never had the conversation, are we exclusive? Just assume that you're not. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, assume. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Be safer than sorry. Um, <laughs> Elvis Duran. He just keeps what? opening his mouth. And the morning show. If you like using debit over credit, shouldn't you also get rewarded? Well, now you can with Discover Cashback Debit. It's a checking account that rewards everyone with cashback on everyday purchases with no fees. Check out eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank. Member FDIC. This is Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Wow. So here I am wearing my... My nightgown curled up on the couch last night. I need <laughs> a life. That sounds glorious for you, though. I need a life. I want to, you know, I, so I see other people living these fast-paced, wonderful lives. Like Froggy went to Outback last night. I'm like, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounds like a lot of fun. A blooming onion. Do they still have blooming onions? They did, and it smelled oh. so good. We did not get one, but the table next to us did, or two tables away, the closest table to us. Oh, it smelled so good. Mm. Oh, my gosh. Love that. We almost got handcuffed. And thrown in jail because he witnessed a crime and didn't turn it in. Oh, what'd you see? Froggy. So, you know, I used to take the knives and sometimes other silverware from restaurants. And so last night we're at the Outback and I noticed this couple ask for two extra. There was only two of them and they asked for two extra silverware. I'm like, that's a little weird. There's only two of them. There was some on the table. I saw them wrap them in the napkin and put them in her purse and walk out the door. <laughs> wow. Now, keep in mind, Froggy used to do that all the time. Yes. He's, he was famous for stealing Outback Steakhouse right. knives. So I he didn't. was watching it happen. Did you get a little itchy? Did you your palms sweat a little bit? I did. I had like that, aha, I caught somebody doing something wrong. I'm like, wait a second. I used to do that, and I wouldn't want somebody to tell on me, so I'm not going to say anything. No. But then the, 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 um, the, the person who was cleaning up the table, the busser, came over and bust the table, and nothing the, the nothing happened. Nothing. The server did nothing. Here goes gone, took their silverware and left. Now didn't they it's tell us scam. that they, they expect people to take the, the steak knife so they just don't <laughs> I feel like we did have a manager that called in and said that they do like plan on so many being gone, so they do know that happens. They kind of plan for that in their budgeting, what? but uh, I witnessed it, yeah. Come clean. Oh, okay. How many outback steakhouse steak knives have you stolen in your lifetime? <laughs> oh God. Probably in the dozens. Oh, my God. Wow. Are they just in your silverware drawer? Like, if I came over and opened it, I'd be like, well, Froggy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. I could go grab them if you would like to see them. No, yeah. Yes, yes. I believe you. Okay. Right, here, I'll be right back. He's going to go get them. I'll be right back with I love my that. plethora of knives. But Hold keep on. in mind that if you're an addict, right? Let's say you're, you're, you're addicted to smoking and you're trying to stop smoking. Yeah. And then someone in front of you lights up a cigarette and you, you get all, your palms get clammy. That's how Froggy was last night, watching someone else <laughs> stealing the Outback Steak at night. He was he jealous. Had no, he had no <laughs> Living his dream. No one can see it, but if you can just. Oh my, oh my These are all of his crap. Outback Steakhouse okay. steak knives. How many are so in here? This, this is from Outback here. Right, There's right. one. Okay. Two. Yeah. Three. 
four. Hey, those yeah. are Outback knives. Okay, oh, that's a set, ten, of, a set, set of four. <laughs> yeah, then we went to this other place, and they had really nice knives, so I took theirs, too. I have a couple oh, those of those are those expensive well. French ones. Yeah, oh, these are those. Oh, my goodness. Then yeah, I went to this other place, and they had really nice, they, like, bring you stuff. To, I took this knife in there, too. I took oh, this that's one. a nice one. They yeah, give that nice to you one. with the table? Yeah, that was good. That looks and like then, something uh, from the chef. Just, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I mean, if you ever need knives, I have plenty. So. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't buy a knife. Go to a restaurant. You like the knife. Just, you know. No, no, no. That's don't tell plan. people to do know. that. Who is, who is Mark Forgione? Oh, he, oh, oh. that's our favorite chef uh, yeah. in, in New York City. Oh, yeah. These are from American Cut. I think oh, I took those oh two. Oh, my God. You, took you that stole from, his from a friend? His steakhouse. Yeah, he's a friend. Yeah. yeah well, so tell him scary. thank you when you talk to him. Tell him so thank scary. you. appreciate it. You took it. that from Mark Forgione's American Cut Steakhouse in Tribeca? Yeah, I have. Oh. Yeah, hold on. I don't have I just one. I couldn't believe he did that. I yes. Two. We had our holiday party there. Oh, believe me. We, we spent a lot of money. He can yeah. get over it. Oh, I crammed these in a Santa Claus hat and walked out with them. <gasps> oh, my God. And you took them on the airplane? Yeah, I just wrapped them in my luggage. Oh, my God. They're saying uh, if you go to Olive Garden, you got to get the cheese grater. Take the cheese yeah, grater. I want oh one of those. God. The one you little turn, you turn it, and it just falls out. I want yeah, one of those. This person was texting and said it was the best day ever when they got the cheese grater oh, at Olive Garden. Oh, my goodness. And someone, and someone down here was serving margaritas, and uh, they, they said, hey, if we give you 20 bucks extra tip, can we take the uh, margarita glasses? Absolutely. Okay. Took them. Wow. All right. Danielle, let's go to Krispy Kreme and and steal the conveyor belt. Oh, that would be a good one to have. Can you imagine? The one that drips the icing as they come off. Oh, my god. The hot sign. Stay, a couple of my too. friends stole the stools at McDonald's when we were younger. Oh like, they just picked it up and walked right out. <laughs> What's scary? For the longest time, a buddy of mine had a Ronald McDonald bench in his backyard. You know the bench they put out of yeah. the Oh, with the hamburglar like, was on there. Well, it's like Ronald McDonald has his arm around you and you just sit and you take a picture. He I love that. Thing. I love how we're giving oh Froggy hell for stealing knives and he's taking furniture. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's got to be worse. <laughs> Definitely. Oh, my God. Uh, Ashley on line 23. Uh, hello, Ashley. What's going on? Hello. I'm good. How are you? We're doing well. Okay, you stole what from where? I take the seasoning salts from Red Robin. Oh, they, oh. Yeah, Red Robin has that seasoning salt. Those are good, though. Don't they well, sell I understand those? that. They, they might sell, sell them, them, yeah. But, but, oh. I can't find them selling them anywhere, so I just take to taking them. Just okay. take them. <laughs> All right. Red Robin. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> Excellent. Well, you know what? It, so it's some manager of a Red Robin is listening going, dang it. Um, I just found it for you on Amazon for $5.93. Why pay it? Just take it. <laughs> she has it now. She'll need it. Exactly. And I all keep right. at least two in my house at all times. So. You should. Wow. It, people are saying Fridays has the best margarita glasses. Take them. <laughs> <laughs> and the salad tongs from Olive Garden. Yum. Oh. Okay, okay. <laughs> all right, Ashley. Thank you very much. You and your, uh, your uh, Red Robin uh, seasoning salt. Have a beautiful day, okay? Thank you, too. Yeah. Okay. What about you, Gandhi? I know you steal stuff from restaurants. Oh, for sure. I am notorious for walking out with ramekins because sauce. Hello? You love sauce. And then they, yeah, I love my sauce, and I don't even have those little things at home, so then I bring them home, and I have a nice collection of ramekins. There you go. Because you're a saucer. You love them. I love now, aren't you guys surprised I don't steal anything from restaurants? Huh. Yes. Well, no, you steal from grocery stores. No, yeah, that do. was one time. And you stole my boyfriend and married him. Oh, oh. that is true. That is true. Yep. There is that. That's permanent. Here, look, if I owned a restaurant, all right? Hear me out. If I owned a restaurant uh, and you came in eight times 
to like complete an entire silverware set. Yeah. I got you in my restaurant eight times. I think it's worth it to me. I'm the one that made. I'm the one that made a profit. Right. Totally. Yeah. But if you come in and, and take the entire set in one trip, no, that's that's, that's too fast. <laughs> you got stealing rules. Because, you know, when they come to bust a table, I mean, I, I've never bust tables before. I don't know if any of you have. I mean, yeah, do no. they tell you, make, count the silverware when you're picking no. it up? No, you don't. No. You just pick it up and throw it in the box. No, one, yeah. no one's counting that, are they? It's all about quickness and efficiency and getting that table clean. They don't care. And no, you know my it, father used to own a restaurant, and he would people would drop silver on the floor and say, "Oh, I dropped this on the floor. Can you bring me another one?" Oh, and they were that's a take good idea. So that's how they get another one to the table. And they yeah. don't have to steal it. That makes well, sense. Well, so question: uh, Can't you just go to Amazon and buy these things? I mean, yeah. you can get silverware for inexpensive prices. Is it the challenge? Is it the sport? It of lifting be. it from a restaurant, and you feel like I you, think it is. You feel like you really got your money's worth with that fork yeah. in your purse. <laughs> What's the biggest thing you ever stole? Since your grandma steals the hibachi soup spoons, you know the uh, hibachi, the, the little white spoons that all stack together. The those grandma nice. steals those by the by the dozen. What's that, Danielle? Oh, hold on. On Amazon, I found the Outback steak knives. You can actually buy what they well, use. They, they got smart. Now they're yeah. making money off people. Yeah. You know, I don't um, know. But no, I wanted to know what the biggest thing you ever stole was because when I was younger, my girlfriends and I actually stole a cardboard cutout from the movie theater. You know how they have like the, um, it's like, you know, promoting the next movie. Yeah. And it's when you the, walk oh, yeah. in in the lobby. Yeah. No, we, yeah. So we went out the back door, shoved this huge thing under both of our armpits and ran out the back of the movie <laughs> got it in the car, shoved it in the car, and got home with it. <laughs> and then what? What do you do with it? Well, I kept it for a couple of years, and then eventually I tossed it. <laughs> it it's like, it, it was ask, just the satisfaction knowing that I got it, got it in the car. You, I don't you, know. Ask, you ask yourself, why did I take yeah. that? <laughs> Me, the, th- the only thing I've really stolen from bars and restaurants are nice glass is nice glassware. Like, if they have great martini glasses yeah. or uh, great wine glasses. The thing is, you, you can still buy them. And... And they buy them in bulk. They don't pay a lot of money for those things, I don't think. No, I don't but I'm think sure so. after all that adds up. Yeah, Froggy. Oh, this texter is listening to us on Q93. She says that she stole the wine glass from Maziano's because it had a big M on the side. Her friend Medina's birthday was coming up. That was her birthday <laughs> oh. gift. Oh. <laughs> I love Maggiano's. I love Maggiano's. I do too. Oh. They got great glasses for friends that have names that start with the letter M. Uh, yeah. What's up, Gandhi? So I was in Denver years ago with a bunch of my friends and they had in the place where we were these books where you could just write down any random thought in the book and I was looking through all the books it was really really cool and they had like 10 I may have taken one of the books and I've been feeling bad about it ever since I feel like I should send it back but those random thoughts from random people it's the most fascinating thing I have in my home I think there you go I don't know uh line 23 Steve calling from uh South Florida listening to Y100 hey you doing Steve Good morning, good morning. So uh, you know a guy, a guy you know. I know a guy. Yeah, you know a guy. Uh, yes. uh, a friend of mine in high school, maybe uh, 1998, so uh, they actually took the Ronald McDonald statue from a play area. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, not, not only did they take the statue, but then as a high school prank, they decided with their friends they were going to hoist it onto the gym roof. And, and, then, high, uh, attach, and to put it on the attach, roof of a high school? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and tied balloons in his arms so everybody could see it from the roadway. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> it was just bolted, you know, it was bolted into the ground and just 
unbolted it. God, and those can't be in the back of a pickup. That must take some effort to <laughs> lift on the, like Ronald McDonald. But, but it was one of the best high school pranks ever. There you go. You know what? And it was the balloons that made it, I'm sure. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right, Steve. Thanks for telling our audience members to uh, go steal from McDonald's. We appreciate it. <laughs> thanks for listening to us. Yeah, by the way. You know what? You know we, we don't want anyone to go steal. We're not promoting no, that. No, 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 not at all. Hello, Kayla, line six. Kayla, uh, oh god, so happy did, that I what, got through. What did you steal, Kayla? What did you take? Um, so it was actually my cousin. There was a, a restaurant down the street from me had like a Luke Bryan cardboard cutout bolted mm. to the side, um, and her, she went and unbolted it from the side of the bar, <sighs> um, took it home, and slept with it for the next like month. <laughs> She wow. slept with a Luke Bryan cutout. Okay, that's just kind of creepy. Yeah. Wow. She's inside. Wow. Thank God it wasn't our yep. uh, our guy Scotty B. He would have taken Luke Bryan and poked a hole in him. <laughs> Always. Cardboard's got to cut. All right, Kayla. Thank you for listening. Do not steal. It's not good. Stealing yeah, is no, bad. Very you. good. All right. Yes. Take it easy. Elvis Duran's Shunning Mo, which translates as morning show. This is Elvis Duran in the morning show. New doctor, new story. Peacock's Dr. Death dives into the breathtaking true story of a surgeon hailed as a miracle man and the journalist who finds herself in his orbit. Edgar Ramirez and Mandy Moore star in Dr. Death, streaming now only on Peacock. You go to the grocery store, you know what you want to get, but those lines are so long. Plus, you're hunting for fresh produce. You can't find what you need. The shockingly high price on spices when you only need like a pinch. Well, the way around this is HelloFresh. HelloFresh is here to change the game on mealtimes with chef-crafted recipes delivered right to your door. Say goodbye to the grocery schlep and welcome farm-fresh produce picked at peak ripeness and new flavors that will take your taste buds on a trip. Get that? Yeah, I just cooked that feeling with easy step-by-step instructions and time-saving recipes that are ready in a snap. And the best part? HelloFresh is actually cheaper than restaurants and takeout thanks to pre-portioned ingredients so you only pay for what you need. Choose from 45 recipes every week and enjoy mealtime again. Plus, if you join today, you get free dessert for life if you go to HelloFresh.com slash Elvis. That's one free dessert item in every HelloFresh box while your subscription is active. Sign up now. HelloFresh.com slash Elvis. If you're craving that perfect touch of creaminess in your coffee, look no further than Coffee Topper's Cold Foam with five irresistible flavors like very vanilla, melty mocha, and marshmallow. You can elevate your coffee experience by adding a deliciously foamy layer to your favorite brew, hot or cold. Each can tops up to 20 cups of coffee. That's great value. Go to coffeetoppersfoam.com, find it at your closest retail location, or have it delivered from Amazon straight to your house. That's coffeetoppersfoam.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. In the morning show. Hey, so I was talking to Gandhi. The question was, what's the worst date you ever went on? Yes. <laughs> and actually, it started with her story about a bad date. Then I said, well, we should bring this to the air. Mm-hmm. 
So talk about that date. So I really enjoy being outside and in nature. So we decided, hey, we're going to meet up at this park of flowers and we're going to go walk around and look at the flowers. So I get there, we're hanging out. And then he looks at me and says, listen, I'm going to be really honest. You got about 45 minutes till the acid I took hits me. So if you have any questions or like want to have serious conversation, it has to happen now. (laughs) I was like, oh my God. Oh my gosh. Where did that date go? Uh, It went with the acid hitting him about 45 minutes later and me being like, dude, enjoy the flowers. I can't handle this right now. (laughs) And you left him. I left him in the park with the flowers. I think he's okay. Did you ever, so you never saw him again? No. No. I was like, you had to do acid before our first date? Come on. That's crazy. That's a little weird. Yeah, let's think that through. See, mine mine just pales in comparison. What is it? There's someone I really wanted to go out with for a long time, and finally, we're having dinner together. Uh, he's wearing this white shirt, and of course, red wine pfft, all over his shirt. Oh. I spilled, I spilled uh, an entire glass of wine on him. Was he really uncool about it? Yes, uh, he was uncool about it, but it was like, uh, so date over. Uh. <laughs> so I guess the topic should be first and last date, yeah. same date. Mine was the guy who we went out, and we were driving, and all of a sudden he stops the car, and I'm like, what, what are you doing? Takes his seatbelt off, comes on top of me on the other side of the car, like in the, the passenger seat, and I'm like, what the hell are you doing? I I thought this is what you wanted. I'm like, no. So he got off of me, and I said, "Could you please take me home?" That that this is over. So thankfully, he drove me home, and that was it. What's up? Weird. What about you, Frog? So there was a girl that she works on the TV station in uh, South Florida. I don't want to say which TV station or who it is, but she was on a date with a guy first time, and they're having appetizers, and everything's going well. And all of a sudden, he gets up and goes to the bathroom. He comes back about 25 minutes later. She's thinking he left. He's like, I'm so sorry. He said, I just have to tell you, I am so turned on by you that I had to go to the bathroom and take care of myself, oh, and now we can finish the date. Oh, that's disgusting. Oh 25 minutes. That's disgusting. Yeah. Good God. Yeah. Even so if she got no. up and left, never saw him again. Even if it's two minutes, it's disgusting. I hope no. he washed his hands. I know, please. <laughs> can, oh hey, Alex, yeah. can we talk about the funeral thing? Yeah, what? we can. So you don't even remember the guy's name, right? No, I do. And you went... <laughs> You went home with him that night. His parents own a funeral parlor. I know. You're, you're, don't tell that. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> well, in Brooklyn. And so he said, oh, let's go back to my house. So we go, and it's dark, and he's not turning on any lights and stuff like that. And we're walking through the house and stuff. And then, um, you know, we started making out and stuff. And I said, it smells like flowers in here. And <laughs> then I start to realize where we are. And I was like, whoa. I mean, was there a, there was a, a casket right Yeah, in- it was closed. I don't know if anybody was in it. But the room, <laughs> but the room was set up with all the chairs and flowers. And, and then I was like, I got to get out of here. <laughs> Yes. I'm so uncomfortable with that. It smells like formaldehyde. (laughs) It's like going to the monster. I don't know. So uh, text us. I want to hear. I want to hear yours. What's scary? My, my friend. She went on a, a first date, and um, when the night was over, he pulls her. He pulls the car aside, and then they start kissing. All of a sudden, she hears some kind of unzip. Oh! And he, she looks down, and his stuff was just out. Oh no! And there was an awkward moment, and they started looking at each other and looking down at it. And he goes, <laughs> "Well, I guess just because I'm a police officer doesn't mean I have the right to show you my pistol." And then he put it back away because he. It was oh. Oh, that's just that's just sad. Oh my! I think if you're ever wondering, is now the time to whip it out? The answer is always no. No, no, no. it's not. Now is not the time. It's just not. Leave it in. But I thought you wanted to see it. No, no, no. no. There should be no doubt. Yeah, let's go ahead and go ahead and answer that. No, no one wants to see that. If you're wondering.
I know. You know what? Are we being really? I mean, no, we're I being like real school here. Yeah. Don't don't whip that out. No. Well, it's funny that because that scary said that because my, it's happened to me, and I know it's happened to multiple members of my friends group where a guy has just done that and you're like but why <laughs> i don't understand this like you they think you're gonna jump on top of that yeah, yeah. Like, oh in the car yeah, that's it. yeah hello <laughs> hello so. mariella hi hi guys uh, so you were at a beautiful south street seaport uh yes. the seaport district as we call it in new york city and uh what happened so for first date, right? To go, yes, for a first date. I was excited to go on a date with this guy, and we're overlooking the ocean and the ocean, the water. And he all of a sudden collapses in my arms, and I'm holding him, and he falls to the ground. And apparently, he fainted on me. And a bunch of people are coming up saying, "Hey, do you need water? Do you need help?" And I had to smack him really hard to wake up. And he it was a horrible experience. That's awful. Oh my I mean, I mean, he's okay now, right? I mean, health wise. I, I guess so many years ago, I really hope he is. We didn't go on a date after that, so oh. he told me he didn't eat enough uh, before the date. Oh, yeah. Whoa. My favorite part is you had to smack him really I hard. Know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was. Uh, you know, it happened. It's over. Uh, good riddance. All right. Well, okay. Oh, wow. So bad She's like first. Mad date. at him for fainting. Yeah. How dare you ruin oh my, my date? Gosh. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Well, I love you guys. Well, thanks for listening to us. Any uh, interesting texts going by? First date, uh, very extreme golf. Took me to a graveyard and later a rave. <laughs> it was some kind of BDSM club. I don't think you should take someone to a BDSM club for your first date. <laughs> Unless no, you that's know bad. That's that idea. they're into it. Nor a graveyard. Yeah, nor bowling. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't want to go bowling on the first date. A graveyard I might like on the first date. See, mm. the thing is on the first date, you don't know. Yeah, that's You true. don't know that you like that. You should have a discussion. Yeah, there's a lot of texts coming through. We were driving to the beach once with this guy I'd never gone out with before. It was my friend's brother, and... There was a lot of traffic getting into the beach to pay, like, you know, the toll to park. Mm-hmm. He sticks his head out of the car and he starts screaming, Get the blah, blah, bleep out of the freaking way! Blah, 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 screaming at the top of his lungs. And oh I kept God. thinking, if this little bit of traffic made him that angry, <laughs> yeah. I think I'm not going on another I know. You know, this these, tuck and roll. Yeah. These are the signs you see that, that are a warning, yeah. a tuck and roll situation. Uh, this text <laughs> message went home with a guy who had action figures all over his bedroom. All I could think of uh, was he's the 40-year-old virgin. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> just kept cracking me up. There's a lot of people texting in about dates whipping it out. Yeah. Wow, you I can't, can't believe it. Why would you do that? I don't know. <laughs> is there like a secret society where this is acceptable? No. Secret society of whipper-outers? I don't know. I think some people. It's think- a good rule of thumb. You go on a first date, do not take it out under any circumstance. No, 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 no reason to take it out. Not even on the second or third or fourth. Not until you know you've, it's right. time. And I think that applies to both sexes, ladies. Yes. Don't whip it out. Yeah. <laughs> In the way that you do. Hey, Jen, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Uh, I'm, it's to the point where I'm glad I'm not dating anymore because I don't want any more dates like this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So uh, what happened on your first date? So I went out with this guy who I had known in college, and he seemed really normal. We had classes together, and he took me to a sports bar in the city. So the Giants were on. Go Giants. Um, He just kept ordering shots of tequila for himself. I was drinking, like, a beer or whatever. Oh, boy. (laughs) He ended up getting so drunk, um... That, like, at sports bars, you know, when there's commercials, they'll play the music really loud. 
um, he got on the bench that we were sitting on and gave me a full-blown lap dance. A lap dance? And I had to get the hell out of it. Oh, God. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. You know what? You just know when it's time to just call it a night. And, you know, you, you want to be polite. You don't want to, like, run out. But at, but at the same time, what do you have to lose? Just leave. Yeah. You know, yeah, I called I called my girlfriend. She was at, on a date somewhere down the street, and I was like, we got to go. Yeah, bye. <laughs> Get me out of here. All right, Jen, thank you very much. Uh, text, first date, we uh, got back to his place. We're just hanging out, having a couple of beers. His probation officer shows up. Yes. Finds the beer. The guy said, no, it's, it's, he said it was my beer, so he wouldn't get in, in trouble, but he got arrested. Never talked to him again. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Getting arrested on a first date is probably not a good yeah, thing. Yeah, not a no. good thing. All Nor right. when he tries to say that the contraband is yours, <laughs> even good, if it's just beer. Good morning, Chelsea. Hi. On a first date, he asked you to split the bill. Was that unusual? So I ordered $7 chicken tacos, and <laughs> he ordered about, I would say, $50 worth of, of seafood and fish and alcohol. So then basically the bill comes, and of course, as the um, um, woman I am, I offered to pay my part. And I actually had cash on me, and I offered him a $20 bill for my $7 chicken tacos. Mind you, I didn't drink any alcohol. I had water. So I give him my 20 and, you know, I'm expecting to get maybe, like, a 10 back. He kept my 20 Didn't get any change back. So she had to pick a part of his tab. I basically. hate, I just hate cheap people like oh. that. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I had a guy take me to the movies once, and I offered to pay, and I, and he, I didn't have exact, so later on, when I got changed, he said, hey, you know the rest of the money that you owe me? Go buy me some milk duds. Yeah, d- d- don't do that. <laughs> That's what he said. But, you know, at least you found found it early on. No need to bother with this guy ever again. Right, Chelsea? Seriously. Absolutely. All right. Finally, we talked to David. Hi, David. Hey, how you guys doing? Don't, okay, so you went on a date with someone, and she asked you, uh, what did she ask you? She, uh, she asked me back to her place, and uh, I was all for it, of course, because we hit it off pretty well. And uh, we seemed like we were on the same page and everything. Uh, I should have known it was too good to be true. (laughs) And uh, this is like kind of more in Danielle's alley, I think, than anybody else. But either way, we we go back to her apartment and everything's going great. Uh, She says, hey, can I slip into something a little more comfortable? I was like, oh, yeah, great. So she goes, she comes back, and she's dressed in this Betty Rubble costume. Yes. But but it's not like sexy Betty Rubble. It's like big... (laughs) Disney balloon head Betty Rubble. Oh, like, yes. it, was, it was like bouncing back and forth in the doorway kind of big head. Oh. And, so, uh, wait, wait, so Betty, she dressed like Betty Rubble from the Flintstones? Yeah, yeah. And, and then she even tried to do the voice and everything. And, oh, and, God. and the, the Betty Rubble no. laugh. Did, did you yabba dabba do it? You know what I'm saying? Uh, no. I, no I, <laughs> I old little bam bam. What, wait, what did you say? Because I can't even imagine what you say at that point. Well, I'm from Long Island, so it's just kind of like, what the, you know? Yeah, I, I, I know. You thought you'd seen it all. All right. Okay, so for guys, don't whip it out on the first date. For women, don't come back dressed as Betty Rubble. Yeah. No. Well, we don't like the hot, sexy Betty Rubble. No, 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 no Betty no. Rubble. No. weird. No, no, okay. no Betty no. Rubble. Just saying, you know, I Betty know. Rubble's not going to do I it like for me. Maybe Bam Bam. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, really? Yeah. Hello, <laughs> Elvis, do you dress up as Bam Bam? <laughs> just got some insight here. Would you like for me to? <laughs> sure. That's funny. To me, it's funny. Yeah, do you have a sense of humor? Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. This is Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Um, I think we should play 
I don't know. Hit the wrong button. Password. Hey. Oh. Okay. Do the password dance. Hey. <laughs> it's a shame you can't see how much fun we're actually having. Um, oh, we have a new contestant. Okay, hold on a second. Hi, Jeffrey. How are you? Hello, lady. Hello, lady. Hello, lady. Jeffrey is a vet assistant. That's why we love you more than life itself. Oh, hell yeah. Thank you, guys. How are you? We're doing really well, Jeffrey. Seriously. You know mm-hmm. what? Uh, I, what you do and what all of your colleagues do at the, uh, at the vet, we thank you so much. We know that uh, it, it, that's a, it's a very important job. If only they could talk to us, right, and mm-hmm. say what's on their mind and yeah. what they're feeling. Be nice. That would be so much easier, make my job so much better. I tell clients every day, like, hey, guys, I wish I could talk to them so we could figure out what's going on. But, I mean, <laughs> it is what it is. I know. and But you guys, you know, you're doing God's work, and thank you for doing that. Jeffrey, thank you for listening to our so show as you uh, get ready for another day at the vet. And um, let's see how you do with Password. Now, do you know how okay. this works? Do you know how this works, Jeffrey? Uh, no. Okay. Oh. Okay, here's how it works. Uh, we're going to give the audience, everyone except for you, the password. Okay. It's, it's, a, it's one word, okay. okay? And, of course, we'll distract you while we're giving it up. And then each of us, or each in the room, will have a one-word clue for you to help you guess what that word is. For instance, okay. let's say the password was lubricate. Mm, yeah. Okay. <laughs> what a fun okay. word. It's, an, it's, an act, it's a fun activity. It sounds funny to lubricate. So a one-word clue could be... Uh, jelly. Yeah. Oil. Oil. Yeah, it's good. Slippery. Yeah, okay. So you see, so and those will lead you to say lubricate. Okay. But we're not going to use lubricate. <laughs> okay, okay, so... Okay, okay, okay. Thanks for your patience. Jeffrey is done with us already, I can tell. Yeah, hold on, Jeffrey, hold on. Okay, you distract Jeffrey, and I'll give the password to everyone else, right? Make the noise. He's making the noise so Jeffrey can't hear him. The password is plantain. What? You heard me. The password is plantain. Okay. Let's see how Jeffrey does on this. This could be a very tough one, Jeffrey. Oh, no. Okay. I don't want to give any clues. That's the whole point. Question. What? What if we say the word in a different language? No. Ooh. Damn it. Fine. No. But I know where you're going with that. Okay. <laughs> right, here we go. Uh, we've given the world. Everyone knows the password except for you. Here come the clues. We'll start with you. Gandhi, what is your one-word clue for Jeffrey and the password? Banana-esque. Is that one word? <laughs> ask. Yeah, that's ask. Yeah. Yes. That's one word. That's one word. Okay. Banana-esque is your clue. <laughs> Hi. It's good. It's actually a very good clue. Okay. Oh, thanks. Banana, mm. yeah, banana esque. Banana esque. <laughs> banana bread. Banana bread. No, no that that's not delicious. it. All right, but 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 keep banana esque. Yep. Banana ish, whatever. Keep it in mind. All right, here we go. Your next okay. clue, uh, Froggy. One word. Mund- mundane. Mundane. M- mundane, like you're being mundane from like a website. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, Froggy. That's probably a bad idea. Yeah. No. Yeah. I don't think you're supposed to do that type of clue, by the way. Why? 
They do that on the show. Yeah. Okay. No, you can do you can do that without yeah. saying what that is. Okay. Your clues so far are banana esque and mundane. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm giving you a buzzer because no one, no, okay. no, no one, no one would have been able to figure oh that my out. Gosh. Because it doesn't do your, it doesn't really no. do what you're trying to make it do. Huh. Froggy's okay. so mad. All right. Banana And well, okay, hold on, move on. Okay, okay, okay. Here we go, Daniel. What yes. is your one-word clue for the password? Fried. Fried. Okay. Oh, good one. So you have banana esque and fried. <laughs> and Ooh. Mundane. Uh, fried. Um, what well, can you fry? Plantain? Yeah! Yes! Good job! So, Froggy, nice. you were trying to go for the rhyme? The rhyme, yeah, because well, they do that on the show. They'll go with the rhyme. <laughs> but mundane and plantain don't rhyme, do they? Yeah, they rhyme. No, they yeah, don't. They do. Maybe if you would have been like mundane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's how you have to say it. But you know what? It may, it may have helped. You got it. Okay, plantain. You got it. All right. I thought you'd never get that one. Okay, hold on, Jeffrey. Do you want to do another one? Yes, let's do another one. Oh, now, now, okay. now you're all lathered up. Look at that. Okay, hold on, Jeffrey. Okay, you distract Jeffrey while we give the rest of the country the new password. You ready? The password is muffin. <laughs> the password muffin. All right, Scary, thank you. All right. All right. <laughs> Scary, you're doing so well. Thank you. I mean, <clears throat> is it weird hearing a grown man going in your ear, Jeffrey? No, I expect it from Scary. Yeah. I love him. <laughs> okay, there you go. You guys. He's all yours. All right, everyone knows the password but you. Here we go with the clues. Let's go to Nate. What is your one word clue? Stump. Dump, okay. No, 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 no. Uh, stump? Stump. Stump? 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 Yeah. No, that's okay. dumb. You've done it to us all. And you thought mundane was bad? <laughs> yeah, that's really no, dumb. People know what I'm talking about. No, they don't. I don't get it. No, they I don't. hope it's not some, like, fetish thing. No. <laughs> that's the next password. It's Nate, maybe. Uh, okay, I'm gonna go give you. He's not gonna get. No one, no one, no one get that. No. You're weird. You're weird. Okay, uh, scary. What is your? Work with me now. What is your one word clue? He can't see you. He said, "Look me in the eye." You can't see him. He can't. Blueberry. There you go. Come on now. Come on. Blueberry. Uh, blueberry tart. Oh. Oh, that sounds nice, yummy. nice. Not it, but nice. Uh, Gandhi, what's your one-word clue? Um, hmm, hmm, hmm. Hmm. Breakfast? Breakfast. That's good. That's good. Okay, that's good. Breakfast? Yeah. So you have breakfast? Blueberry pancakes. Oh. Damn it. Gosh, God. I'm so hungry. I know. <laughs> All right. Uh, but don't, you know, you're, you're, you're getting warm. Okay, uh, Froggy, what's your one-word clue? <laughs> Top. Top. Mm-hmm. There you go. Good, so, good. so far you have blueberry, you have breakfast, breakfast, and you have top. And stump. Don't forget stump. stump. And see, please forget stump. <laughs> I can't wait to hear what that is. Top, stump. Mm. I'm going to have to pass on that one. Ah, Ooh. Oh, God. Uh, you could do froggy's root. Yes. Daniel, what is your one word clue? Okay, so if I'm going to do that, oh. then I'm going to say... Jeans. Hmm. What? Huh? That's not his word. Oh, I'm thinking. I'm okay, thinking. jeans. Blueberries, <laughs> tops, jeans, stump. Yeah, it's word. It, it's the word is top. Yes. So it's blueberry, 
and top jeans and breakfast? Brunch. Brunch. All right. All right. Uh, you mean me give one? You got one? Pastry. Ooh. Blueberry. Oh, damn it. Blueberry pastry. Um, pastry. Uh, think of pastry. And it contains blueberries. Um, and it's a breakfast. And I guess yeah. it's a pastry. I don't know if it's a pastry. Oh, yeah. That's a good one, right? That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Give it to him. Blueberry bagels. Oh, oh all right. Are you ready? Hell, we're you ready for this one? By the way, that was my stripper name in college. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Listen to this one. Corn. Okay. Corn. Corn. Blueberry corn muffin? Yeah! Yeah! For the win. Now, can you please explain what stump means stump. with Everybody muffin? Everybody likes the top of the muffin, but nobody likes the stump. But that's I've not a good first clue. Uh, I any, realize it now. Has anyone ever heard that used never. ever? It was no. used in a Seinfeld never. episode. Seinfeld? Muffin oh, stump. What if I said stud? All right. Congratulations. Jeffrey, you did get it. What do you have for Jeffrey? Uh, stump we have boy. fabulous Elvis Duran apparel. Yeah, you're going to you're gonna wear our logo all over you, Jeffrey. <laughs> thank Yay, you. thank you so much, guys. I no. love you guys so much. Oh, thank you, Jeffrey. And remember, if you want to stump your friends, use the clue stump. <laughs> People know what I'm talking about. That's a good one. No, they don't. No one... Raise your hand if you know what he's talking about. My my son said jeans is the worst clue ever. No, it's not. Muffin top. Have you yep. not ever heard of muffin top? No, because he's, he's thin. He has no yeah. problem with Mr. Exactly. Muffin Top. Exactly. Thank you, Jeffrey. Have a great day. Elvis Duran. The haggiest. Elvis Duran in the morning show. If you like using debit over credit, shouldn't you also get rewarded? Well, now you can with Discover Cashback Debit. It's a checking account that rewards everyone with cashback on everyday purchases with no fees. Check out eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank. Member FDIC. You go to the grocery store, you know what you want to get, but those lines are so long Plus, you're hunting for fresh produce. You can't find what you need. The shockingly high price on spices when you only need like a pinch. Well, the way around this is HelloFresh. HelloFresh is here to change the game on mealtimes with chef-crafted recipes delivered right to your door. Say goodbye to the grocery schlep and welcome farm-fresh produce picked at peak ripeness and new flavors that will take your taste buds on a trip. Get that, yeah, I just cooked that feeling with easy step-by-step instructions and time-saving recipes that are ready in a snap. And the best part? HelloFresh is actually cheaper than restaurants and takeout thanks to pre-portioned ingredients so you only pay for what you need. Choose from 45 recipes every week and enjoy mealtime again. Plus, if you join today, you get free dessert for life if you go to HelloFresh.com slash Elvis. That's one free dessert item in every HelloFresh box while your subscription is active. Sign up now, HelloFresh.com slash Elvis. If you're craving that perfect touch of creaminess in your coffee, look no further than Coffee Topper's Cold Foam with five irresistible flavors like very vanilla, melty mocha, and marshmallow. You can elevate your coffee experience by adding a deliciously foamy layer to your favorite brew, hot or cold. Each can tops up to 20 cups of coffee. That's great value. Go to coffeetoppersfoam.com, find it at your closest retail location, or have it delivered from Amazon straight to your house. That's coffeetoppersfoam.com. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Elvis Duran and The Morning Show. Okay, let's just a little... um Something to think about as we get into this conversation. Sometimes people are in a bad mood. (laughs) (laughs) You know, celebrities are people too. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Mm -hmm. can you imagine, you know, if everyone's always in your way and wanting your autograph and a picture? And I know, I know, I know. Well, if you're a celebrity, that's part of the... Okay, I get get that. Yeah. But sometimes it may be a bit much for some of these people. I don't know. Of course. So as we talk about these celebrities who are allegedly... (laughs) A-holes. <laughs> Allegedly. For instance, let's, let's, let's start with the scary uh, Jerry Seinfeld story. Yes. I was at a charity event, and mm-hmm. I was lucky enough to be in the same room with, Jer- with Jerry Seinfeld and Steve Martin. I mean, comedy icons right there, talking to each other, having a conversation. So I went up to them and I said, hey, guys, can I get a picture? And I was talking to them for five minutes before I did. And then finally, Jerry, they were about to give me the picture. Steve was into it. Jerry's like, no. Uh, Jerry's just like, listen. He goes, isn't it? Isn't it just? Wait, do the Jerry Seinfeld voice, Elvis. Well, isn't it? I, go ahead. I, I don't know what you want. Oh, he said, he goes, <laughs> don't, uh, don't include me in your oh, story. I'm just saying. <laughs> is, is it, isn't it just royalty? You're among royalty right now, having a conversation with us. Enough for you. Forget about that. Put the camera away. We're having a conversation here. And he mm-hmm. kind of tricked me into not wanting a picture with him. And See, I ended up scary. walking away. When you originally told this story, you didn't tell it like that. You said that you wanted a picture with Jerry Seinfeld and Steve Martin, and they were in the middle of a private conversation, and you interrupted them and, and asked them. That's what you said. Yeah. Well, I did that's what you said. You, interrupt, you interrupted their conversation. I did. I did, yeah, because I'm but like, now, this is a good get. But now you said that you were having get. the conversation with them. Yeah, you changed right. your I story. Got, I got into, no, I weaved slowly in, and then we talk, I was talking to them for a couple of minutes before I finally oh, worked up the nerve oh, to ask. Okay. Oh. You infiltrated their conversation, that's, too. That's as bad as when you, uh, when you made Elton John take a picture with you, and he looked like he would rather have been getting a colonoscopy <laughs> yeah, rather than taking he wasn't a picture with, with you. I look, you know, look, if you're a celebrity, I'm, you're, yeah. I'm assuming that you're accustomed to people coming up and wanting pictures. And, yeah. you know, thank God they want your picture. One day they won't. That's right. my motto, right? Yeah. But was, we had Barry Mann. I took my mom someplace and I said, Barry Manilow, she loves him. And he looked like he wanted to kill himself like rather oh than God. take this picture. My poor mom walked away. She's like, he's not very nice. Well, no. Like, Sorry, well, you mom. know, after what I said about him in my book, his yeah. people called and they yelled it. They yelled they at did? my people. Yeah. Oh, damn. Because he was a total jerk. He was an he a-hole. Was. Yeah, and I said a- that in my book. Well, Mr. Manilow <laughs> says he's never been interviewed by your client, Elvis Duran. I'm like, well, it wasn't at an interview. It was at a charity <laughs> concert. Anyway, so, you know, you got to take into account where they are as well. And, you know, if they're like having dinner, yeah, you don't want to go to their table and interrupt them, stuff like that. Anyway, yeah. right. with that said, uh, let's go talk to uh, Christy, line four. Hey, Christy. Hey, how you doing? I'm so excited. Okay, so who yes. was rude to you? Well, I, uh, my nephew, actually, and who can be mean to a little kid? I mean, it's in kindergarten, but we were at a celebrity golf tournament, and Tom Brady 
What? Oh, no. Let her, no, no, let, her, yeah. let her tell her story. Come on now. Okay, what happened? And what did Tom Brady do that innocent time? Well, you know, he wanted an autograph. Everybody gave autographs, and Tom Brady was going to his car, and all the kid wanted was an autograph. And he was like, no, I'm not giving autographs. And my nephew just started crying. I mean, he was like six years old. Aww. And it was just, it was so sad. I mean, I teach kindergarten. I mean, these poor kids, all they want is an autograph. And he was his favorite. I mean, there was Justin Timberlake and all these people, and everybody was so nice. And Tom Brady was such an a-hole. I can't stand him. <laughs> I hope he just falls into a hole. <laughs> okay. No, 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 no. Wow. <laughs> all right. Wow. Well, thank you. And I, I, so, thank so, you. But what about your, your nephew? It, it, does he still idolize Tom Brady? Oh, oh, no, 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 no. No. And he's like 21 now, and he has never rooted for them ever. And, yeah. See what no. happens? All right, there That's you go. Terrible. I All love right. you guys. Love you more. Love you more. Take it easy. Yeah, Gandhi, what? Well, I don't even like Tom Brady, okay? But I'm going to say, I know for a fact that he gets approached all the time for autographs, and sometimes parents and really creepy fans will send a child to get the autograph, and then they try to turn around and sell it and do really weird things for it or with it. So maybe that's why he was a jerk. But again, don't like Tom Brady, I so I want to believe he was actually a jerk. <laughs> yeah, see, Christy, Christy wasn't doing it. She was doing it for her nephew. Robert on line nine. Uh, hey, Robert. Robert. Hey, good morning, Robert. Now, which celebrity was a jerk to you? Well, it was really to my wife. My wife was a huge Bare Naked Ladies fan, and we actually followed them on tour with the vehicles. Just wherever they went, we went. Wow. Well, okay. when they come out after the show, they do the little walkthrough, meet and greet with people out back. My wife took a picture with every member. When it came to Stephen Page, and I asked if I could take his picture, he says, what difference does it make? You're going to do it anyway. I'm like, oh, okay, oh, I put the camera away and didn't do it. <laughs> wow. Now, I, I, I hate how wonderful Canada is that I had to dump that, so I will sandwich that with the good one. The best celebrity I ever met was Russell Peters. Oh, I love him. He is a he's an he Indian was, comedian. He, if people don't know who he is, he's hilarious. I love he was him. Nice yes, to you. and he is yeah. one of the nicest guys you will ever meet. Aww. The things he did, he, the things he did when he found out I want an autograph were unbelievable. Pulled me back into the green room, kept me back, and kept offering me something to eat wow. or drink. Sweetest man you ever met. But you know, it's wow. good to hear. It's good to hear the positive ones that too. Makes I me guess. Happy. Very good yeah. to hear that. All right, listen, you and your wife. Uh, you know, I know you hate bare naked ladies now, but just not all <laughs> of them, just one of them. So it's good. All right, Robert, thank you very much. Uh, let's see. Line fifteen is Jace. Let's go talk to him. Hey, Jace. Hey, good morning, Elvis. How you guys doing? We're doing morning. okay. So, which celebrity was rude to you? Uh, there's this uh, lady who's on the radio. Her name is uh, Miss Danielle Monero. Oh, Danielle. <laughs> no, okay. I don't believe it. I was now, not, come on, what I did. Now we're cooking. All right. <laughs> so, Tell me what I did. Yeah, what did, what did she do to you? So this had to have been about 10 or 15 years ago. I was living in New York, and I was hearing you guys on multiple stations because you guys are syndicated. I didn't know how it worked. I called up there, and I was like, oh, my goodness. Hey, wait, wait a minute. What radio station is this? And I, Danielle said Z100, and I went, well, wait a minute, you're on Q102, and you're on this one, and you're on that one. She goes, yeah, it's syndication. I'm like, so wait a minute, you guys work for all of them? And her favorite line, she says, what are you, stupid? <laughs> oh, my God. Really? Oh, my God. What are you, I stupid? Think that, I don't recall this conversation. Well, he recalls it. <laughs> 
What are you? What are you stupid? What, stupid? Was I? Answer, I must have been answering the phones back then. I guess <laughs> it was about ten or fifteen years ago, and I was like, "Wait a minute, that was rude." But I love you today. That's the damn sure I love you I guys. Know. I well, thank you. I know it was you because I don't think anybody else has ever asked me if I was stupid before. <laughs> Danielle, you weren't answering phones then. Uh, no. no you, you were on the air. And you know what? He say, Even as you were so, so mean and evil to him, he still likes listening to the show and still likes you. See, That's there very you go. sweet of you. Don't be stupid. That's all I can say. <laughs> Jason. <laughs> I know because I know how she says it. She says it to me all the time. Oh, stupid. stupid. See, if I say that to you, it means I love you, so see yeah. you. Yeah, all right. All right, thank you, Jason. Thank she you. loves you. She loves you. Thank I'll call her you stupid. Uh, Steve on line three. Uh, hello, Steve. Steve, are you still there? All right, we lost Steve. Mm. He was calling to say that Michael Winslow was mean to him. No, I'm, I'm here. Like, I'm here. Well, oh, where'd no, you go? Hello. Oh, my God. We, we thought we lost you, Steve. Steve, so Michael oh Winslow, he's the, the, the comedian guy that does the sound effects, and he was in a movie like a, a 15, 20 years ago or more. Yeah, police, the Police Academy movies, remember? Yeah, yes. Exactly. Yes, oh. yes. He's <laughs> the guy that made, it makes all the, like, the sound effects. What? Yeah. Yeah. So, so what I happened, was a, Steve? I was, an intern. I was an intern at a radio station, right? And he was like my first celebrity I was in because he was doing a comedy show. <laughs> so... I went up to him. I'm like, hey, Mr. Winslow, I have a on-air a radio show on my college radio station. Can you just do, like, an ID for me? And he's like, no, my voice is trademarked. I cannot do that. So I'm like, all right, cool. I walk out. Then he said to the host of the show, keep that psychopath away from me. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so I'm like, so I'm like I, found, I found this out after the fact. I'm like, Bitch, you ain't seen Psychopath yet. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my Michael God. Winslow. Awesome. Wow. Michael Winslow. Michael Winslow. I'm sure. I don't, what's, he, what's he doing now? Do we know? Is he? Uh, I know. He's, wish, he's wishing you were around. Can you know, he do a sound effect of a chainsaw cutting off his freaking arms? How about that? <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. He might have been right. Wow. There you There's go, some Steve. Up anger there. Steve, you know, even though it's even though it's years later, you are now officially an intern for our show. You can come up here anytime you want. I would love to. That would be my dream come true, guys. Thank you. All right. Thank you, you psycho. You're fabulous. Bye, Steve. <laughs> this text here says Chevy Chase was an a hole. I've heard that before. Everybody says yeah. that. We had the same thing with him. Same know, thing it, with him. But his wife is the sweetest oh, lady in the world. His wife is so nice. It's so so I don't strange. get that. I don't get it. I don't know. But you know what? I don't know. Connie likes These are six. fun. These yeah. are so fun. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, hey, Connie. Hi. And so uh, who was rude to you? Uh, the Olsen twins. Both of them? Oh. At the same time? Both of them. That's uh, double at hate. At the same time. What happened? Well, we were at a Kmart in Bridgehampton, so already off to a bad start. I love that Kmart, by the way. The one one in Bridgehampton. (laughs) Love it. But I got so excited as a kid of the 90s. I was like, oh, my God, the Olsen twins. So I went up to them to ask for a photo. They both looked at each other, rolled their eyes, and said, this is not the appropriate place and time. Go scurry along. Scurry? They use the word scurry along? Gross. (laughs) Yep, yep. Oh, wow. I wish I was making it up, but it it truly happened, and then I was very sad. But later that same night, I met Jennifer Lopez, so it made it all the better. So, did did Jennifer Lopez tell you to scurry along, or was she polite? She was the nicest woman in the world. She was gorgeous. She waved to us and wished us a happy, you know, Saturday. She was lovely. 
Oh, good. Oh, lovely. Good, good, good to hear it. A, a happy yeah. ending for your day. All right, listen, thank you for listening to us. And uh, if I see the Olsen twins, I'm going to let them know uh, how I feel about them now. Okay? <laughs> good. All right, if I ever thanks. see them. This is Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. So it's so it's so interesting to look back to your school days, maybe high school, okay? Maybe even further than that, grade school. The things that happened to you back then shaped you into who you are now. It's 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 hard to connect the dots sometimes, but I I I, I know that you know when I was a kid I was a loner and I uh I, I was very awkward around other kids and and because of that they weren't always kind to me. And it wasn't awful, but it, it was it was enough to make me just want to be at home by myself. Sure. With my creativity and my imagination, I was fine. And I truly believe now that because of that, I'm here with you guys today. Absolutely. I needed I needed an outlet to connect with people, and I couldn't do it face to face, so I did it through radio. And I wrote about it in the book and everything like mm-hmm. that. Um. And so it. it it's things like that. You can kind of connect the dots and see, well, things that maybe weren't that great then turned out to be great things for you today. Do you, Gandhi, do you have anything like that from your past that you can identify with? Absolutely. I actually had a teacher when I was younger straight say to me and then call my mother into the office to also tell my mom that I was a failure and a loser and I was never going to amount to anything. Wait, wait, wait. So a teacher a used teacher. the words failure and loser? I'm never going to amount to anything. Yes. And to be fair to her a little bit, I was a pain in the ass when I was a kid. I think I didn't have enough to do. I got bored, so I would start acting like a jerk in class. You act out for a reason, right? So I would act like, you know, a little bit rambunctious, and she just absolutely hated me. But instead of just leaving it there, let's figure out something else for you to do, she decided to tell me that I sucked and I was a loser, and then she called my mom in and told my mom the same thing. Right. Mama Gandhi was not happy about that. I know, but so how did that experience as a child scar you a little bit, yet catapult you into a life of success? Because obviously you're very successful. Thank you. Um, It made me take a step back and think, what am I doing that makes her think I'm such a horrible person? What am I doing to her that's really bothering her? Because I don't want to do that to somebody. Like, what kind of teacher gets that upset with a kid that they say something like that? Well, I know. And and a teacher to be using the words like... Failure and, failure and loser. That's yeah. that's really that she had a problem of right. some sort. Now then, later on in life, I was uh, doing weekends at a radio station, and the program director Bob McKenzie, Uh-oh. who I wrote about, and I spelled his name out for you, mm-hmm. uh, called me and fired me over the phone and said I should probably leave radio because radio is nothing I would ever succeed at doing. Oh, how does he feel now? I don't know. Who cares? I had a program director say that to me. He called me into his office after I applied for a job and he said, and I quote, I'm sorry, you were never going to get that job anyway. They're looking for a rock star and you're just never going to be one. By the way, this conversation is going somewhere. And I, yeah. and, I think, <laughs> and, and I think it will be relatable to almost everyone listening. I was reading yesterday that Adam Sandler uh, had an acting teacher at, here at NYU who took him out for a beer mm-hmm. and gently told him he should quit because he would never make it. Gently told him that. Yeah. He said, look, <laughs> okay. you know, Adam, you're not going to make it. Well, that acting teacher was wrong. Exactly. So what I'm trying to say here is think back. Who told you you would not amount to anything? Right. And do you not think... That those comments push you just a little bit harder than some of the people who are always clapping for you and always telling you you're doing a great job because you want to prove somebody wrong. Well, you're like now I'm going to work harder. Okay, keep in mind, yeah, you know, using those to help propel you 
That's a smart way to do yeah. it. But there are so many people who are told they're going to amount to nothing, and they live with it. Right. They buy it. They buy it. It's not true. Don't buy it. No. Not at all. Do what I do. Be fueled by vengeance. It really takes you far. Well, vengeance is <laughs> kind of scary, Gandhi. But here, here, here's my point, though. Anyone who's listening right now who is in high school yep. or, or younger or older, doesn't matter, and you feel as if you are surrounded by people who really, truly have it freaking together more than you ever will, it's not true. You know, and every time I've, I've talked to high school kids about how they're doing now, I always say whatever you're experiencing in this universe you're living in in high school, that is all going to go away the moment you graduate. Once you're out of high school and you move on to college or wherever you're going after high school, it's a whole new world, whole new set of rules. And if you feel like you really were a failure in high school, you're almost guaranteed some sort of great success beyond. I agree. It's true. I have uh, Ellen here. Hi, Ellen. What's going on? Hi, guys. How are you today? Oh, you know, I'm doing even better now that I, you're, you're on the phone because you teach high school. You know exactly what, what we're talking about, right? Yeah. So every day, you know, we have kids that come in and, you know, you see those moments where a kid says or does something and you realize that they kind of they've just changed the course of their life and their path and where they're going. Yep. Wow. I mean, so look at your high school education, Ellen. How were you in high school versus how were you the moment you got out of, out of high school? How did your world get better? Everything came naturally to me in high school. Oh. It was, you know, I got good grades. I got all this. And then when we go to college, suddenly I was getting C's, D's. I was failing classes. And it took a while, but eventually I got back on track and I realized, you know, no one's going to help me anymore. So now I need to help myself. Yeah. So it took me a little longer to graduate college, but I did. I got my bachelor's. I became a teacher. I got my master's. And I'm getting ready to go for a second master's. And yeah. this wow. is that's beyond. I would be in my life. Good for you. So, so, uh, so your ditch happened. Uh, you, you fell into your ditch in, in college, but then you pulled yourself yeah. out, and you realized no one could do it but you. That's great. Listen, Ellen. Yeah. All these high school students you deal with every day, always remind them, hey, there's a great life waiting for you. You got to believe me. Just hang on, right? Uh, yeah. So I do. I actually I teach in Queens. You know, some of our kids, you just feel like there's no escape for them. So every day we just try. Help them find something. Well, what are you interested in, and how can we get you to where you want to be? I love you. Mm-hmm. Ellen, you know I have a thing for teachers. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I'm hot for teacher. Well, listen, Ellen, thank you for listening to us. Have a great day, okay? You too. Thank you. There you go. I think it's really important, too. It's great when people believe in you and they have your back, but it's so much more important and difficult to believe in yourself. And if you believe in yourself a little bit, you're going to end up finding the people who do believe in you and have your back and help you do the things that you want to do. There you go. Oh, there goes Elvis. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. New doctor, new story. Peacock's Dr. Death dives into the breathtaking true story of a surgeon hailed as a miracle man and the journalist who finds herself in his orbit. Edgar Ramirez and Mandy Moore star in Dr. Death, streaming now only on Peacock. All right, we are done, but we're coming back. Don't you worry. Until next time, say peace out, everybody. Peace Peace out, everybody. everybody. If you're craving that perfect touch of creaminess in your coffee, look no further than Coffee Toppers Cold Foam with five irresistible flavors like very vanilla, melty mocha, and marshmallow. You can elevate your coffee experience by adding a deliciously foamy layer to your favorite brew, hot or cold. Each can tops up to 20 cups of coffee. That's great value. Go to coffeetoppersfoam.com, find it at your closest retail location, or have it delivered from Amazon straight to your house. That's coffeetoppersfoam.com.
Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.